Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? Or do you really know what you're talking about? Hello and welcome to our second look at the Seventh Doctor. I mean, last time it was wartime England, now it's 60s London. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting closer to the present day. We are getting closer and this is a rare one in that it, it is specifically uh, dated. It's datable, isn't it, through it some is, of the things yeah. we see in there. It's November 1963. Well, uh, I mean, this, this, is, this is one of the things with this though, isn't it? It's... It's datable, but only if you make a lot of caveats. <laughs> well, yeah. in this, right, you are far more knowledgeable about, yeah. about Doctor Who than me. That I have, I have caveats that I want to discuss. There yeah. are tons of questions oh, yes, yes, that yes, I yes. want to discuss. Because I always remember this story as being rollicking good fun. And it's like, oh, thank God for that. Finally, we're back on track. And finally, it's a story that I enjoy. And for the most part, I do. Yeah. But watching yeah, it for this, yeah. it's like, hang on, <laughs> you know, yeah. well, there is... are so many questions in this one. Yeah, this is one of those stories where I remember watching the first episode, you know, almost like it was yesterday when it was on, because it was like after the the absolutely abysmal um, season twenty four, and then you this story started, and you get the first episode, and you're you're bowled over by the fact that it's like they've got explosions, they've got gunfire, soldiers, oh. And you, you sort of you're you're buoyed along with it, but then the more times you watch it, and especially this time watching, like you say, with with a slightly more critical eye, and you realise that it's it's it has huge issues. It's barely hanging yeah. together. Yeah, so, I, yeah barely, logically it? wise. It, yeah. yeah, but I no, I do remember watching this yeah. the first time, and you know, being wowed by it because that opening, you know, the space oh. shot, it's almost cinematic. And well, it's like, do, oh, I thank can, God yeah. for this. Well, I can remember this creating, I mean, as as fandom has a want to be, uh, fans were up in arms about pre-credit sequence. <gasps> Can't do that. <laughs> oh, my God. Changing the program that much? Um, yeah, so I can remember the outrage on that. But is it, it, it's still that, that beginning. In fact, most of this first episode still holds up okay. There are... There are, there are some issues with it but but the the issues get worse and worse as the story goes on um but it looks good this first episode looks really good it does um, it does indeed yeah. I, I i i like the beginning i like this zooming on the earth yeah. with the um you know yeah. the barely seen yeah, spaceship the, i like yeah, all the, the voiceovers the yeah the bbc obviously went to the expense of actually paying for some of this stuff you know yeah because um, you've got jfk you've yeah. got martin luther king haven't you you've yeah. got they wanted the queen but the Queen wouldn't allow it. No. That's the Duke of Edinburgh in there. Yeah, this and, this and is um, Churchill. this is one of my this is this is the sort of starter issue I have with this story though is is its unbearable pretentiousness and smugness levels. Well, um, yeah, yeah. It, this is because at the time Doctor Who was trying to recruit new writers, and they tended to be um, quite left wing 
quite sort of philosophy student style writers going forwards and um i'm not i'm nothing against any of those things but it did half show especially in this one because yeah this is this is young ben i can never pronounce his name it's Aranovich. ben arrow narrow 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 yeah. i think that's how you say it yes i think so who's gone on to write uh, you know, I was going to say proper things. That's a bit of a, a, bit of a diss, isn't it? Uh, but yeah, so he's done things like the Rivers of London, stuff like that. Um, not my favourite writer, I have to say. Um, I tend to find his writing tends to be issues writing, where we're addressing issues in this, and this issue in this one is fascism is bad. Mm. Do you think he was a Doctor Who fan, or did he just watch a lot of episodes? I don't. Well, I think I think he was a fan, but I don't. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, he he was sort of paraded as the new Terence Dix, wasn't he? Really, at mm. the time, as the this guy's saved Doctor Who. I don't think the writing's very good in this story. I think it's very um, it's very on the nose. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, yeah. the problem Subtle I've got not. with. No. I mean, the problem I've got with a lot of this is there are nods back to the history of yes. Doctor Who. And some of them are all right, and yeah, some of yeah. them are really quite clumsy. But we'll, we'll, we'll discuss these yeah, as yeah. we I've get ri- to I've it. I've written a few down. All so right. should, we, should, we, should we go through the episode? Well, before we start that, I've got two new things I think oh, that right. we should uh, discuss, right? Because this is really our proper... Are we, are we going to do how many times Sylvester McCoy rolls his R's? R, he does R, a lot in this, yeah. doesn't he? Sylvester the pirate. I think it's quite um, it's quite telling, really, that we've got a doctor that can't say Dalek properly. No, Dalek, and yeah. he can't say um, uh, uh, Spiridon, does he? He calls it no. Spiridon. Don't yeah. ask him to say Rassilon either. Yeah. Oh yeah. Rassilon. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, the f- the first one of these things I thought we uh, we should start doing whenever we see yeah. a or. F- you know, discuss a, a Dalek story is yep. something called what is, right? What is? What, what is? is a Dalek? <laughs> no, as in what is the title's meaning? What oh, is oh, the remembrance no. of the Dalek? Well, this. So, what is that so, meant to mean? So we, well, we had Genesis of the Daleks. And I understand yeah. that. That's the beginning yes, of the Daleks. The beginning, yeah. Fair enough. But it's also obviously it's got the biblical reference. So then they went with Destiny. It's like okay, Genesis beginning, Destiny the very end. Yeah. And then they went with uh, resurrection, and then revelation. Revelations again. With they're loving the biblical stuff, aren't they? Mm. And then remembrance. I think they were pushing it because remembrance. Unless they mean uh, you remember the Daleks, don't you? Because but it's got in every to blooming yeah. season, know, there's nothing yeah. to remind It'd be like you. Going, Do you remember the master? Yeah, he was in last story. What are you on about? Um, I yeah. This is because. Because it's not like it's got anything to do with the story at all, Remembrance. No. I've got it here. The, the yeah. dictionary definition of Remembrance is the action of remembering something. Yeah. Which I suppose that, that sort of thing, because it forces you to try and remember uh, 20 odd years of history to try and make sense of the story. Mm, I suppose. That's a stretch, though, isn't That's it? That's very much a stretch, yeah. And it's a Do very remember- pretentious, you say That's, pretentious. Yeah. That's a oh, bit of a pretentious, pretentious title. Yeah. I think, well, yeah, I think it's very pretentious. Perhaps they're saying, do you remember when Daleks didn't wobble alarmingly? Could be saying that. <laughs> and it wasn't always zippy. 
yeah, uh, oh, doing the voice. I've, I've actually got that written down. Zippy! Oh, yeah, that takes me out of it. Uh, the other thing is, and I don't think it really applies this time, but um, something we've got to keep an eye out for is which Dalek is this then? Because, you yes. know, the Daleks have come to Earth many, many times. Yeah, well, the Dalek, the whole Dalek history is, isn't, I mean, even in classic, let alone now, um, in, even in classic, who the Dalek history is an absolute mess, but sort of works because you've got two timelines, haven't you? You've got the, the original timeline when the Daleks were a master race, they had a huge empire, and then the Doctor goes back and fiddles a bit with their creation, so delays it a thousand odd years, and after that point, the Daleks are never quite the same. Mm. They never really get the empire. They're not really very good at anything. They're not really a threat that they were. In fact, a lot of times they're treated as sort of a almost a comedy thing. Um, so you've got two distinct timelines. It's the the Davros is dead and the Davros is alive timeline. Yeah. Uh, I personally prefer the Davros is dead timeline um, because I think the Daleks, when the Daleks are a political force and Machiavellian and they've got individual characters, much better than what they become as just shouty robots. Hmm, yeah. Yeah, I like the idea that um, you know that every time the Doctor arrives in his TARDIS, that's an alternate timeline, yeah. an alternate yeah, universe. You, go, you know, you in which back case, to the future model. Yeah, yeah. In which case, here where we have Scaro destroyed, that doesn't in any way contradict the first Doctor eliminating the Daleks at the end of the very first Dalek story. Then no. does it? You know? I mean, I, you've also got the whole the fact that both sides, the Doctor and the Daleks, can time travel. Well, so this is why it doesn't apply on this things, one yeah. because yeah, yeah, we've got time traveling. Both sets of Daleks are time yeah. traveling, aren't they? This all, it also sort of begs the question that presumably the Hand of Omega is a time machine as well. Mm. Otherwise, the ending makes no sense whatsoever. No, no, no. The Daleks send it through time. Oh, did they send it through? Time? Yeah, right. I think they. Yeah, yeah, they said it's entering Scarrow's time zone or something like right. that. So, even though the Doctor in this story says they have crude time travel, it's sophisticated enough to yeah, send seems, the Hand of Omega to, well, to exactly the point in time you want to yeah. send it to. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get started on it, shall we? Yes. Um, and and the first of our nods, and I think it's done okay. Is I the think fact this that, is okay. Yeah. 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 We're at Coal Hill School. You yeah. don't need to know that that's the first. That that's the school from the very first Doctor. If you if, if you're just you know someone you know taking a general interest, oh the Daleks are in this one. It it doesn't matter, does it? No, no, it does doesn't matter at all. It's a it's a nice nod to the fans. It ha it's not it's not what I'd class fan wank. It's a nice nod to the fans. You you could go oh okay that's clever, and that's all that's all you need to know. It's 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 set in a school. I mean it, there's no real reason for it to be set in a school, but it might as well be set somewhere. It, yeah. I think that's a nice little, nice little nod. Yeah, that ticks the box. Yep. For you and me, what ticks a box is the fact that we are talking about British 60s set science fiction. So, you know, yes, you and I are yeah. big fans of the Quatermass uh, yeah. uh, films and TV show and everything. So, for me, anything set in Britain in the 60s, science fiction-wise, you know, I'm immediately interested yeah. in. Yeah, I mean, 50s, know? 60s, 70s. All fine for me. Get to the eighties, nah, leave it. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah, this is this is nice. Slam back in in the uh, mid, sort of early to mid sixties, nineteen sixty three. We're presuming. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it's a nice. It's a shame that the Doctor Who budget just doesn't stretch to actually 
do anything other than have the same car on every street. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And 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 the the scenes when they're driving along, it's painful to look through the windows. Yes. <laughs> um, in fact, this first this first scene, I love the fact that uh, when, when he's looking at the van and in in the car park just across the road you can see metros just parked yeah yeah you're you're not supposed to look that far are you no no no. yeah but before we see the doctor and ace we've got pamela salam we have yes you know lovely pamela salam yep and i i do like the fact that they there has been thought gone into this story and you know care because you know you look at what she's wearing that's not a hundred percent away from what Barbara Shelley no. was wearing in Quite a Mass at the, and the Pit. Yeah, very, is very similar. I mean, yeah, this character's very much like Miss Judd in yes. Quite a Mass and the Pit. I do like, I mean, th- some of the things I really love about this story are the characters hmm. um, work really well. So this is, yeah, we, we later learn this is sort of prototype unit, but she's the scientific advisor. She's got I her smiled own assistant. at that, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> and this is almost a what if, isn't it? What I mean, what if... Like, like madness reigned and they had a female doctor it could be this no, I'm only joking I love the female doctor I, I, I like the fact that yeah she's the scientific advisor yes. Alison in it is basically Joe Grant Joe Grant or, or, yeah. or Sarah Jane Smith yes so, yeah, yeah. Slight, slightly less ditzy yes I, I think that's really cool I haven't got a problem yep. with it no, no, what I do good, have a problem value. with though is when we see the Doctor and Ace for the first time because Ace is wearing that oh. bloody bomber jacket <laughs> With that hideous ghetto blaster thing, you know. Now, later on, he's going to say, you shouldn't have left that behind because yeah. it's anachronistic. Well, Why let her leave the TARDIS? The, TARDIS? Yeah. the last time we did a Sylvester McCoy, Curse of Fenric, she was dressed for yeah, that, the period, you know. Well, this is, I mean, my, my major problem with this story is the Doctor is an absolute hypocrite throughout all of it. Everything mm-hmm. he says is hypocritical. Um, and this, yeah, this is one of those cases where he's berating her later on for leaving anachronistic stuff and standing out. Yet he lets her dress like that and he lets her leave the TARDIS with it. Yep. He's, yeah, it, it, this is a doctor that that is very much of the do as I say, not as I do yep. school. Um, yep. And I, I like I said, find, I find some of his later actions and his outright hypocrite behaviour um, distasteful. And mm. I, th- I was watching this and thinking... I, yeah, I, I, I really don't like the character I don't like of you. the Seventh yeah. Doctor. I don't like you as a as a, a character, or I, I don't think you're a very an admirable person. No, no. A big problem I've got with this thing, I said it last week, is this period of Doctor Who, the um, incidental music oh, is man. terrible, yeah. right? But what we've got coming out of Ace's Ghetto Blaster is yeah. not incidental music. You're led to believe they are listening to that crap oh, yeah, that's yeah. coming she's, out of it. She's playing that. Yeah. Um, Did you know that they actually were meant to be? That was meant to be playing some eighties music, which makes yeah. it even more anachronistic. Okay. Yeah. And th- it was either going to be something by the Smiths, or it was going to be something by Aztec Camera, but they the BBC couldn't get the rights to put it on. Yeah, because I do like the fact that like Ace is is doing that mouth movement to the the song and so none absolutely of it matches. yeah so they've obviously just told her, we'll, we'll dub it in afterwards don't worry yeah, yeah god knows what she was actually singing along to um, yeah. but also i have to say oh god she hasn't aged well as she ace not the actress the actress has aged very well but the character of ace is just an abomination 
Yeah, no, this isn't the ace we were talking about uh, last time no. we were we, with this. You know, yeah, no, it, it's all over the place, isn't it? Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's and and the um, whoever thought it was a good idea to have a using slang from the time. It's just... Oh I hate God, the whole wicked dated, nonsense yeah, and everything. Wicked, yeah. yeah, it is. It's very dated. Um, yes. That's stared at by this little girl who we're going to see a lot of, um, accompanied by the... Um, well, it's Nightmare on Elm Street little yes, nursery yeah, this, rhyme thing, this isn't is it? Yes, this is very much the uh, one, two, three that's coming for you. Yes. I mean, this yeah. one, what, it's, you know, one, two, three, four, there's a doctor. No, what, whatever it is, there's a doctor somewhere. There's I, a doctor thought, at the gate how or does something. She know, how does she know... He's the doctor. Well, she does, doesn't she? I mean, we've got questions <laughs> coming well, up about yeah, this. Because the Daleks don't seem to act like they know he's there yet. But I don't Not know. Not yet. They but later on, you find out that they actually do. They're the ones yeah. who have been following the doctor. They know that's the doctor. Therefore, the little girl knows it's the doctor. You know? Yeah, the whole little girl is just... Uh, and th- this is one of several things in this... Um, story where it's played for the audience it makes no sense in no, the story but no. it's played for the audience but we'll get to them as we all right as we uh, come to okay them. the doctor spots a sophisticated antennae on top of a van yes right? which seems to be red coat hanger wire and a bullcock oh, i do i do like aces uh, i've seen better rigs on a cb i know that was okay that's a funny line yes yes yeah. good yeah um, and another problem I have with the Seventh Doctor is Sylvester's acting choice. This whole frowning and, and talking fast—I I, I find that quite irritating. Yeah, yeah. He—I—I I, I, I can't warm to his portrayal. No, uh, really at all. Um, I mean, this also we get the 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 scene, the, the scene that we we used to in like Trout and stories, things like that, and now they get all round with the psychic paper. But this is the the Doctor inserts himself in the story. I I think this happens far too easily. Yeah, nobody says story. get rid yeah. of him, arrest you know, this, him, or something this like is that. a top top secret organization on a top secret mission. But she she accepts him straight away. It's not like he. Don't, I mean, Troutman would normally do something really clever, wouldn't he? Like in the Ice Warriors, where he he says the computer is going to break down in sixty seconds, yeah. that sort of thing. But but yeah, he never does anything that would make make um, Rachel go, "Oh God, this guy, who is this guy?" He just gets in, yeah. and and she does that awful film and TV thing of people carry on talking as if they don't realise who's got in when their peripheral vision means you would instantly know that that's not uh, yeah. not Alison or whatever getting in. Yeah, she carries on talking, and then she has to turn fully to look him square in the face and goes, you're not such and such. <laughs> it's yeah. just, yeah, it's like, oh, was the van smaller than you thought? Or, yeah, no, that's you know, not a good you moment. When you rehearsed it. No. Um, Ace goes to that cafe. Yeah, the EastEnders cafe. Yeah. The EastEnders cafe. He meets Mike in the yep. corner. And Harry. Harry. Harry, who I presume uh, they couldn't afford for the rest of the story. No, 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 yeah. no. That's th- This is the only time we see him. He yeah. was in everything, wasn't he, back in yes. the 70s, that guy? I don't yeah, know his was. name, but he was in everything. It was usually something to do with Cliff Richard or something like that. Yeah, he, I think he was... Yeah, I can't think of his name. Not, I'm thinking no, Harry Worth, but that's completely different. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah. Um, I've got written down here, question mark umbrella question oh, what do you yeah. think of the umbrella i hate it i absolutely hate it it's i i 
and I'm not. I don't mind the Doctor carrying an umbrella man. It's the way Sylvester McCoy uses it. And in the Crotons, I mentioned that Patrick Troutwood, and it remind when he uses the umbrella to push the stones in it, reminds me of Sylvester McCoy because he mm. would do stuff with it that to justify that he's carrying this awful bloody umbrella about. So he uses this now to measure the aerial, doesn't he? And it's yeah. Like, oh, it's not a rainy day. Why are you walking no. around with an umbrella? Yeah. Yeah, especially an umbrella with a massive question mark handle. Oh, it's terrible. It's yeah. it, it's up there with his question mark uh, tank top yeah, definitely. and lapels. Yeah, awful, awful. Um, in fact, I've know- actually got in my notes at this point. The umbrella bit is stupid. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, he notice, notices pretty blatant scorch marks in the playground. Yes. Do you yes. think that shuttle really needs to get its exhaust fixed? Because that, that is a heavy sooting, isn't it? There's some bad yeah. baffle work going on yes, there. Yes, definitely. Yeah. That, that's, that's like, that needs an MOT quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and then we meet um, Captain Yates, don't we? Oh, before that, we've got more Mike in the cafe. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I don't like him. I never liked him. No. I remember back in the 80s not liking him. The way he's always got his, you know, flight jacket with the collar up. Well, I mean, let, let's count the ways he annoys. The fact that he's wearing a flight jacket. The fact that he's not dressed in military gear when he's yes. meant to be part of this squad. He's got his collar up. You know, Yeah, he's got his collar up. I'm not sure whether the guy's a bad actor or not. I don't know. Not, I, I don't like the way he's portraying the character, but I don't know whether that's because he's a good actor and been playing it the way he's been told, or whether he just can't act. I don't know. It's incredibly creepy, the whole... Yes. Fancy an ace bit. Because when you, when you first meet him, meant to be 16. Yeah, when you first meet him, he's being played as the poster boy, isn't yeah. he? And, and and it's being conveyed that he's going to be the hero yes, of, he's, of the thing. Well, this, this again, I, I, throughout my notes, I refer to him as Mike Yates because I couldn't remember the character's name. Um, Smith? What? Smith, yeah. Yeah, Smith. It's Smith. Because um, this is very much the the dashing guy that turns out to be a traitor, which is like the Mike Yates sort of story in Planet of the Spiders. Uh, not Planet of the Spiders, um, Green Death. Mm. No, Invasion of the Dinosaurs. One of them stories. Invasion of uh, the Dinosaurs. Invasion that's of the one. Dinosaurs, yeah. yeah. Um, and he, in a story that's already quite smug with itself, this character raises the smugness levels. I just want to slap him yeah. all yeah. the yeah. way through. Even before we find out that he's a bad guy, he's yeah. just inf- insufferably again, smug. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, which is good because it turns out he's a Nazi. So, you know, we're meant to not like him. So yeah. Perhaps, perhaps that was, you know, that that was okay. Yeah. Um, very heavy-handed script, I thought, with the constant references to, you know, the war. Ace can't understand coinage. coinage this this yeah. this annoys me a bit. This happens in a lot of Doctor <laughs> Who. I mean, a lot of things about this annoy me. This happens in a lot of Doctor Who and a lot of time travel stories where, where you're meant to get this cute moment where someone doesn't understand the bare necessities of this time period and someone explains it to them but then doesn't immediately think that they're a nutter mm. you know or there's something wrong I mean the, an unearthly child handled this brilliantly where Susan gets thinks they're in decimalization and the two teachers find this there must be something wrong with her yeah you don't but, go but that doesn't oh, happen endearing. here though does it yeah. you know it, <laughs> we should have done a tally on this about, you know, a it's the 60s yeah. tally. We really should have. Uh, but anyway, Rachel calls Mike and he and Ace yes. join, you know, her and the Doctor in the van as they go to Totter's Lane. 
Yes, um, the second, secondary site or something. Totters Lane. Totters Lane, yes, yeah. which we know well, don't we? And, yeah. and what do you think this? What do you, I mean, later on we, we we find out what it is. What do you think this Dalek's doing in Totters? Well, I want to know what he's doing there and how he got there. This yeah. this is another question for later in, on in the story when the Daleks are going around the streets. Nobody <laughs> yeah. around. Nobody <laughs> notices at all. Well, they 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 make a pretense. I think in episode two or three where. Uh, Group Captain Gilmore says, uh, under the ordnance thing, we've evacuated the city. Yeah, then, but yeah, now... But not now. How, how no did that Dalek... Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, he's looking for the hand of Omega, isn't yeah. he? That Dalek. One lone Dalek. One lone Dalek. He's trundling do down you, the back roads of East London. Yeah, do you think he was like... He, he, he had, like, that workman's tent around him, and he just moved a few paces. <laughs> the, the, the eye stick comes out, it looks around. It's in me. Moves, moves on a, a bit, more. bit more. Yeah. Oh, fact, that would be brilliant. I, I would have paid to see that scene. Yeah, um, yeah, I wondered that. I, th- I think again, this is this is for the audience. It's yeah. not for the. It doesn't. None of this works for the script, which I think is the cardinal sin for this story. But but it works for the audience. But anyway, yeah. So we get to Totters Lane, or we get to somewhere that they're claiming is Totters Lane. Yes. Um, and that's when miss, the yeah. that's when the Doctor meets Group Captain Gilmore, isn't it? It is. Yeah. This is this is one of those sort of weird things where where a, a, a slight bit of nonsense is built up into a myth in it. So the Doctor Doctor was uh, part retardus in Totters Lane originally. And back then, of course, it was just that they were strand- they were on Earth. They didn't want to be on Earth. The Doctor didn't want to be on Earth. He hated this time period. Mm. And they were. you get the feeling that he's only there so that Susan can experience a bit of uh, the swing in 60s. So it's basically a theme holiday for him. Um <laughs> But then Totters Lane, it, it becomes this mythological site, yes. doesn't it? So it appears in Colin Baker's story, it appears in this, and it's like, it's a big thing. And it's not, it's not. I mean, it, again, so here's our second our second sort of nod to the, the history of the show, isn't it? Is that, and it, this is, so unlike Coal School, where you can go, oh, okay, this is sort of, it's now you're going, oh, is it going to be one of these stories? Yeah. Um, yeah, and that and that's yeah. hammered home by something I really yeah. hate. I hate. I've I've written hate three word, three times. Hate, hate, hate. The I've been here before. Delivery yes. by Sylvester and Smirk. Yeah. I mean, it's just. It, oh, it, he's he's uh, horrendously. He's he deserves a slap in in this Totus Lane scene. I mean, this this. It's all. I mean, the whole thing where he's he's going. You know, he's. I mean, I don't know why he's so angry in this story. He he seems to hate humanity. Mm. He has no time for humanity. And he's when he's going. Uh, uh, you know, humans always resorting to violence. Uh, let's count up how many Daleks you kill in this. Story. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah Scarrow's so, destroyed. Yeah, <laughs> so hypocritical. Uh, yeah. So so we meet, which I, I quite and, and again. One of the huge strengths for this is uh, Group Captain Gilmore, my favourite character. He is superb. I I love this guy. Um, and my the the line that works is where uh, Sylvester McGoy goes, uh, "You must be with the military." And he goes, "How do you <laughs> know?" How do you know? <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. I love that. That's In his fatigues. Yes, yeah, <laughs> such a good line. And we get a couple of nice bits where the the doctor calls him Brigadier, yes. except he says Brigadier. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and my favourite ever bit is uh, the crowd control scenes, where you've got this crowd of people that presumably from a, 
from a ground angle they'd, they'd arranged them so that they look quite thick but then they shoot them from above <laughs> and there's like 12 people yeah. but they're, they're all queued up behind each other yeah. <laughs> they don't bother just going to the side um, yeah it, it, it's a bit silly but then we get um, I, I love anything anything with squad is in anything with this sort of X the unknown squaddy yes. group, and I love the I love these shots. I love I love the I love this era when soldiers wore ties. Yes, <laughs> oh, yeah, just brilliant. So so we get um, the first sort of cracking cracking action sequence. But we get, so the doctor feels in in the soldier. There's a dead a soldier's been killed. Yeah, and he's feeling about, and he says uh, massive organ displacement. So it's quite nice. We get a little bit of an idea of how the Dalek guns work. Mm-hmm. They scramble your insides. I, I like that. That's good. Um, but then they're, they're happily inspecting this soldier. They're, they're both there. Group Captain Gilmore. He's armed. So The Dalek does nothing. But yep. when two poor sudden extras come to just remove the body. Remove the body. That's when he's going to open Dalek fire. Dalek decides to kill him. Yeah, we do get this amazing... I mean, at the time, this was like... This was like when you first watched Terminator 2 and you saw... The morphing Terminator, and it was mind blowing. Oh. This this extermination effect was mind blowing. That skeleton effect, yeah. even oh, now, yeah. I mean, oh, it, it's, brilliant. It, it's yeah. brilliant. It's very. Yeah. Uh, we've just been running this story down, but that yeah. moment, a uh, tip tipping, being pulled backwards yes. after it's, seeing his skeleton, is yeah. excellent. This is this is, if ever when they do documentaries, this is the the seventh doctor moment isn't it when that you're going to put in a documentary this is superb in fact this whole fight i quite i quite like um i think it's really well done so the dalek kills the squaddy they decide to open fire on it the doctor's just getting angry and angry because he says their their use their weaponry is useless weapons are useless there's no point then in another hypocritical <laughs> moment he's moaned at ace he said, because basically Ace is a, a, a is is a wannabe terrorist. She plays yes. with bombs. She's got a backpack. Uh, yeah, and the doctors earlier on, he says that you better not be carrying Nitro Nine, and it's meant it's like a little comedy bit. But then he he asks her for the Nitro. He's such a hypocrite, this doctor. Yeah. And then he happily, in fact, joyfully taunts the Dalek and kills it. Yes. Despite the fact he's just berated the group captain. That violence is never is the, the only way. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Humanity. Humans. What a predictable then, yeah. response. Yeah. Yes. Well, actually, what a predictable <laughs> response. <laughs> response. I, can't, I ain't got enough spit in my mouth to do it. Um, yeah, you so should he's, do. He's, You're Welsh. Uh, that's true. Well, I'm English, mate. You're part Welsh. Wales, yeah. <laughs> I'm honorary Welsh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he's horribly hypocritical. And we get uh, uh, a little explosion. Um, the Dalek is covered in bricks and um, Swarfiga. And Swarfiga, yep. Yes. And then we get some nice, some lovely scenes. And again, any anything with Alison, Rachel, or Group Captain Gilmore in is superb. Mm. Why didn't they get their own show? Yeah, that would have yeah. been or a big Finnish spin-off. Well, they they've done a countermeasure spin-off with them. I've oh, not listened they? to any of them. Right. I, I, if I do, if I ever get any big Finnish properly, there's the sort of ones I'll want to get because this is and I. I I sort of feel this might have been a, a backdoor pilot, right, for a spin-off that you know that never happened. But yeah, the, the superb. So they're discussing, you know, I love I love um, Rachel's. It has an organic content. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, 
a big question I've got here where yeah. is when, you know, the doctor says it's the wrong Dalek. It's yeah, the wrong the type, wrong type, of, type Dalek. of Dalek. Now, this is a renegade Dalek, yeah. isn't it? You know, and we later find out that the renegade Daleks are the ones who have been following the Doctor. Well, this, this, this throws up huge issues, doesn't it? Because there's such a time span between when the Doctor started this plan. So in this story, I mean, it's bollocks, but he started this plan when he was, in the first episode of Doctor Who, he was William Hartnell and he was setting up this to catch the Daleks even though he didn't know what the Daleks were. No, at that no, point. no, no, no. I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. You, you, you mentioned that last week, and I think watching it, I think no, I don't, because you said last week. How could he have done that if he hadn't ever met the Daleks? Yeah. But I don't think so. I think what this story is saying is, the first Doctor had the home uh, hand of Omega, was planning to bury it. And oh, then right. went okay. off on his adventure. It was never anything to do with the Daleks. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I suppose that that works. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, um, the 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 Daleks find out about the Hand of Omega and are following the Doctor to get the Hand of Omega back. He knows they're following him. He then decides to arrive in 1963 to bring the Daleks because he wants the Hand of Omega to destroy the Daleks. But the way it plays on, out... That, that, that doesn't... Well, it's problematic, this. So, so they're following the Doctor to see if he will lead them to the Hand of Omega. Yes. So the Doctor could have quite easily avoided all this by not leading them to the Hand of Omega. Because in 40-odd in years, he's not shown any interest or mentioned it or no, decided to go no. back. And, um, and, and it's quite yeah. implicit in Episode 4... That it's the renegade, the grey Daleks with the you know the Dalek computer, yeah. that are the ones following him, not Davros and the Imperials. No. The Davros and Imperial Daleks are following the renegade, the renegade Daleks. Yeah. So if that's the case, why does the Doctor then say it's the wrong type of Dalek? Also, the renegades have been here for a while. So how did they follow the Doctor and arrive? That ahead? was my <laughs> that was my question for later on. You've got two types of Dalek with time travel capability, both focusing on the Doctor, but Davros seems to be surprised that the Doctor is there and has regenerated. Yeah, the Dav Davros has no inkling that the Doctor's there, does he? Or no. He doesn't seem to. No. Uh, the, but, on the other hand, the Dalek battle computer knows the, Dalek, uh, the, the, the Doctor is there and has Ratcliffe... Who <laughs> we will talk about we eventually. Talk about eventually. Um, you know, have his man, i.e., Mike, yeah. uh, follow the Doctor to find the hand of Omega. Yeah, it it's just but, very very confusing. So, so so we we we've this creates even sort of a, I suppose a bigger problem then. So William Hartnell, Doctor One or yes. Doctor Five Hundred and Fifty Three, whoever he is. <laughs> um, so he he's in nineteen sixty three. England. Yes. He's brought the Hand of Omega with him, even though he doesn't mention it. You know, shtum about that. Yeah. Um, he drops it off at a, a funeral parlour, mm -hmm. even though it looks like it's made out of riveted metal together, and no one questions this. Um, on the understanding that the next day, because this is sort of the... the well, not, no, not it's a month. It's a month, month. later. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, right. yeah, so, yeah so, the vicar but, but, says they've been yeah, waiting a month. That's true. But, but presumably... He, the, William Hartnell wasn't going to leave it with him a month, so he must have been planning that funeral 
for that, you know, for yes. a couple of days later, say. So, so he then has to leave the earth because these two teachers. Yes. Uh, which you could write in and say he thought they were Dalek agents, but then why would you take them with him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so he takes <laughs> off. Okay, the first doctor couldn't control the TARDIS, so he can't get back to fix this dilemma. Yes. Was he relying on a sort of, uh, you know, a sort of um, Bill and Ted idea that one day I'll get round to it, so I, I don't have to rush back to do it because I got a time machine. So one day in the future, yeah, I think that's when what I become it is. a small Scotsman, I'll I'll actually finish this plan. Yes, but I'll finish it when I know the Daleks are following me. Yeah, no, no. Except he's now, he wants the Daleks to follow him. Oh, it's such a convoluted mess. And it's going to get worse as we go yes. through this. Yeah. It's trying to be too clever. Yes. Or we're it is. stupid. Or pretentious. Yeah. 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 Perhaps um, we just don't understand it. If anyone, if anyone, any of our listeners can, can yeah, write please an explain. essay on, on yes. what the hell's going on. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you remember the good old days last week when we were watching The Twin Dilemma? <laughs> um, so. Um, so after that, we've got Gilmore. He's introduced oh, yeah, by Gilmore. Mike. Yeah. yeah, to our chunky, uh, to our adversary of the week, uh, Mr. Ratcliffe. Mr. Ratcliffe. Um, um, yeah, it, this is a weird, a weird character, isn't it? He's not subtle, is he, old uh, Mr. Ratcliffe? Ian, you've done it again. I've got not too subtle nod to his no. character as he clicks his heels yeah. before shaking Gilmore's hand. You know, <laughs> yeah, not subtle at all. No, not not subtle at all, but. Presumably confused because he's wearing a star, which is traditionally the symbol of the Russian military. Yep. Uh, on his upside down on his coat. Not not quite sure what's going on. Is there some reference to the 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 stars the Jews were made to wear? I don't know. I don't know. Perhaps I'm not clever enough for this story. Um, yeah. So we meet him. He does. Yeah. He does the Germanic officer's heel click. Yep. Which wasn't necess- that wasn't a particularly Nazi thing. That was a German military thing, well before the Nazis. So I don't know what they're implying there, other than, <laughs> other than he's a bit of an idiot. Um, yeah, I do- he he sort of he offers the uses of his men, all like four of them. Yeah, supply uh, men. Yeah, I don't. Did this this whole character feels like a bit of a tacked on yeah. thing? I'm not quite sure. Um, but yeah, he's. I mean, I I love um, George Sewell, but in no way, shape, or form is he taking any of this seriously. He's either not taking it seriously, yeah. or he's very confused. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm thinking especially of his uh, uh, um, when he realizes what's going on. Yes, his acting style there. Um, yeah, I think I, he's I just, more confused. I, I think he's one of these that we've we've discussed before, and they often say about that. That as soon as people realise they're on Doctor Who, they tend to go into childish acting. Yeah, and I, Panto. You know, actually, this this is not his best stuff. Because they say in in UFO and even in the Detectives, he was much better than this. He's playing mm. it very very broad, yeah, um, right wing fashion. Even though they at no point that they, they haven't got the balls to say these are neo Nazis, fascists, or anything. Now I don't know whether they're making a comment on the any sort of fanaticism is is bad, but that doesn't really fit in with what he says about we were on the wrong side in the war. They make a move, don't they? They yeah. move towards it, but then almost yeah, immediately they... pull back, don't they? Can't... Don't mention the war. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very, very, very strange. Yeah. Um, very strange, just very, very weird. Yeah. Well, after that, we've got Group Captain Clegg. 
arrives, doesn't he? Yes, um, yeah. Um, headmaster, Mr. 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 Bronson, Bronson. Yeah. Uh, of the school. He thinks the doctor's applied for the caretaker role. Um, yes, and says, I think, that's, again, that's a nice little... Nice little joke. I Especially thought. as he was Mr. Bronson at the time, yeah. wasn't he? He had to actually was, have, yeah. um, have, have time off from Grange Hill to do, to do this. Um, Can you so imagine that's him saying nice. it? We've got another job for you. Excellent. I can get away from this bloody school drama. What am I playing? I'm playing headmaster. Oh. <laughs> um, I think they missed a beat. I think they could have, instead of the caretaker, which is a good joke, they could have said, oh, have you applied for the science teacher's role? Because that would yeah. fit in with Ian Chesterton going missing. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, he says, no, you can't look around, but then we get this moment where he oh. touches his ear. Well, we get the line where, where Sylvester McCoy, at least he doesn't say evil in his usual way, but he says, um, I, I, th- I believe there's some evil yes. here, which is played in a very Quatermass priest way. You know, in, in Quatermass in the Pit, when the priest says, mm. I believe we've, we've come into contact with elemental evil, and it's played in very much that vein. Um, but I can't imagine. I know he's controlled by the Daleks, and they want him in. But I can't imagine that working on a normal headmaster. On a normal headmaster, no. We believe no. there's evil in your school. Oh, yeah, okay, knock yourself out. Yeah. Why is the school open on the Saturday? You know? That's another good point, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, yeah, he changes his mind. He says they can look around. Um, and Ratcliffe's men have taken the remains of the Dalek away. Um, after killing two guards, they yeah. pull away in the van, don't they? Well, and did they, they kill him? The I don't. You see him laying there, so you're, you're thinking. But no one I'm ever mentions that. Did no one goes? Who killed our two? Soldiers? Who killed our two guards? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and uh, the doctor. I mean, this is Ben Aranaranaranarovich. Okay, so the doctor in this is not just you know a renegade time lord. He's yeah. the great chess player, isn't he? He's more than just a time <sighs> yeah. lord. We've had this in this story. We've got it in Silver Nemesis and all yeah. this other. And yeah, there was this. Uh, we mentioned before the Cartmel master plan, which never really existed. So the idea was they wanted to bring. Weirdly, they wanted to bring more mystery back to the doctor by rapidly defining who he was. Not sure how that works, but yeah, they, we're meant to. This is the start that that becomes interminable in later New Who. This is the start of the Doctor is the most important person in the universe. Yeah. Um, a, a, not my cup of tea. Yeah. Not my cup of tea at all. No, nor me. Um, uh, I, I, <laughs> we'll move on. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, during all this, though, he says, you know, the Daleks are following him, and um, Ace, rather clumsily staged, picks up the book about the French Revolution, because, of yeah. course, that's what Susan was uh, well, that, uh, reading that Barbara yeah. gave to her. E- even though it's obviously not the same book, because no. it's a different book, and it's a month later. Um, this is, uh, this, this is I've written in here, fan wank. That's where yes. it crosses over into... Um, just stop it stop putting the references in it's too much now we get it we get it it's it's happening around the time of the very first doctor story you know we get it yeah um ratcliffe is inside his yard with the dalek my men have recovered the machine the doctor is cooperating with the military that is to be expected i must be informed of his movements yes yes we have our contacts i shall see that he's followed that Dalek machine? Yes. I should like to know exactly what it is. A machine? A tool? Nothing more. Yeah, uh, this, this, this doesn't make any sense to me. Well, um, 
Are you talking about the Dalek battle computer commander thing or whatever yes. it is that's talking? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. A, a, they don't bother closing the gates when they're unloading this remains of a Dalek. Um, but then he wanders in, and it's literally... He goes through one door. There's no no security no. whatsoever. Bearing in mind the gate's still open. You could probably see into this thing. And he goes into this tiny little room, and there's this Davros figure sat there. And the audience is meant to think, oh, this is Davros. He's, he's wearing a cheap motorcycle crash helmet. But never mind, it's Davros. <laughs> um, it talks like Davros. It sits like Davros. It and must be Davros. It must be Davros. And at no point during what we're presuming is months of of working with this this Davros figure, does George Sewell ever crane his head four inches yeah. to see that it's a little girl sat there? Right. Okay. All right. Oh, so, I just, it's like, ah! Even more than that, mm. this is my next question. Why does it sound like Davros? <laughs> Do you know that's John Leeson, by the way? Is it? That's John Leeson doing a Davros <coughs> impersonation. Oh, yeah. oh, the voice. Yeah, so the voice. <laughs> that's not John Leeson as the little girl. He's a good actor, isn't he? He's, He's a good. brilliant actor, yeah. What I want to know, because it's never referred to, is, you know, this is the renegade Daleks, right? They they arrive through their time tunnel or whatever. Yes. Yeah. They come but to via 19... Their, via their plasma lamp. <laughs> yeah, via their plasma ball, yeah. yeah. They arrive in 1963 East End London, right? Yep. They find Ratcliffe. Yes. How did they, they recruit Ratcliffe? Yeah, yeah, I was wondering. Yeah, this I, I want. This is the story I want to see: that a Dalek in a moustache and a beard <laughs> rolls up and says, "I would like to hire you and your men." And then, over a couple of weeks, drops little fascist hints. So Ratcliffe goes, oh, "Actually, this guy thinks like I do. He's yeah. always wanting to exterminate poor people." Mm, I, and he eventually befriends him. I, yeah, I've no idea. This, no idea. Also. <laughs> Why don't they just... <laughs> pardon me, I'm choking to death. Why don't they just put a chip in his head? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Why he, he, he's a bit dumb, this Ratcliffe, isn't he? Oh, he God, goes into God. a room where you've got a little girl with a crash <laughs> helmet on her head that won't, t- won't turn round to him, yeah. ordering him around. Don't look in my wet direction! Don't look! Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand how this is all set up. How did all that equipment get into Ratcliffe's office? You know, well, he's got a lot of men. Yes. So. <laughs> how did they oh. get? I, I mean, where did where did the renegades land? Exactly. And later on, the the battle computer says, "Return to base." Where is their base? We don't see well, ever uh, where their, their base, base is. Because later on, no, that's not their base. But the Daleks come out of his shed. The black, yep. da- the renegade Dalek faction comes out of his shed and surprises his Oh, maybe that men. is the base. I, maybe I, that just, is the I base. think they're just in it. I reckon if we pulled back a bit, the next door yard, Shawcraft models. Yeah, I think you're right. That would make sense. I think they you're go, right. What, what are you building there, lads? Oh, some robots. Oh, no questions asked. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's something they could have tied it in, wouldn't it? That would have been a nice little joke. Yeah, no, I mean... Instead of Radcliffe, it's called Shawcraft. As I say, in the 80s, I really enjoyed this story, but now, thinking about it, it it makes no sense. I agree. I I always... And I think... I always describe this and Fenwick as the two best of Western McCoys. I think I probably still do, but that's damning with faint praise, I think, because 
as a as an impressionable teen, I loved this. Mm. I thought this was the best story ever. I thought it was sophisticated. Yeah, I, I thought did too. it was mature. I thought, oh look, it's got themes of about fascism thing and grown ups do that, so it must be such a grown up script. Yeah, the more you watch it and I haven't watched this one in about whenever the D V D was released, what, about five, six years ago. Right. Um and watching it this time it was almost a shock to the system. Mm. Um I didn't I was hoping, yeah. I, I thought, oh, this is this will be one where we'll both be heaping praise on. Yeah, you know I mean, after 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 the twin dilemma little dip, yeah, we we could go. Yep, we're back on back form. On. And I don't think it's I to the point where, and I I'm not entirely sure this might be a bit of hyperbole. I'd rather watch the twin dilemma again than this. Which this one's got pretty, far yeah. more questions than yes, the twin dilemma, yeah. isn't it? You yeah. know, it, yeah. It, I mean, to the point where Anne happily sat and watched the Twin Dilemma. I it was like, it's not a, it's not not the uh, the all bearing thing that if Anne likes it, it's good. But Anne Anne like what sat and watched Twin Dilemma and thought it was stupid, but it was enjoyable. And she got about halfway through episode one on this and decided to go off and do some crafting. Oh dear. Which which sort of upset me a bit because I you know when this is the episode you. When you, when you were younger, this is the episode you show your non-Who friends. Yes. You go, look, 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 I'm look it's at good. this. It's good. Action, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I, I sort of thought, you know, I, I think she's possibly got a point. I think possibly you're right. I, and I think Anne's right. Yeah. 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 So we're at the end of episode one and uh, quite a classic uh, ending to episode one. The Dalek up the stairs moment, isn't it? Yes. So they, the doctor's gone back to the school. Well, he, he's gone back to the school... Um, and they find the transmat in the basement. The Dalek-shaped. Yeah, the Dalek-shaped transmat. Um, and then, and again, horrendous uh, hypocritism, hypocriticism, is that the, doc, the Dalek starts to materialise, so the Doctor just kills it outright by obliterating it, by putting one half of it materialising. And he's so gleeful that he's just killed this creature. Mm. Mm. Uh, it yeah, it's like you're it, watching them back to back. In about two minutes' time, you're going to be berating the soldiers again for yes. always killing Daleks. Yeah, yeah. It Just is bizarre. a nice effect, though. Yeah. I like the way oh, we see effect, yeah. it, it, it. And again, it still holds up, you yeah. know, yeah, after all these well, years. So you know, the this gradually emerging Dalek. Yeah. So I, I'd written down in my notes, I thought, oh, this effect has worked really well. And then immediately after, I put, oh, it's held off there. Because you get that lovely scene of it appearing, and then he he makes it crash in on itself and you get that awful top of the pops sort with of a swirly spine. thing Ooh, yeah, yeah yeah it's like oh okay tale of two halves i do like though when um you know we we're coming up to the um, the end of episode one and he stumbles on the stairs the daleks come in ace goes up through the doorway and she's nobbled yeah completely by, by click yeah <laughs> and you know sophie oldred her acting is variable in this story but yes. she's good at the physical stuff she goes down really realistically doesn't she she is yeah i mean later on in in the classroom scene i mean she's brilliant she's good at yeah she's really good at places but then you've also got bits where she's trying to act angry and outrage and it's like not yeah. quite not quite no. there not quite yeah. there yeah well it's Episode two is resolved by Ace knocking over Clegg and yes. letting the Doctor out and locking the door again. Yeah, and again, um, this was a this was a pivotal moment because this this is sort of the 
to get around all those newspaper jokes of the Daleks can't, can't go upstairs, isn't it? And this, again, was sort of... I remember watching this first time and going, oh, my God, Daleks going upstairs. Mm. Uh, did you, Have you watched the making of how they did that? It was so prosaically basic. It was very... It, well, it yeah. was a trolley, basically, wasn't yeah, it? it was, <laughs> yeah, basically a Dalek on a plank. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. And that's what I love about, you know, um, special Practical, effects. That's why yeah. I do effectively speaking, yeah. you know. Um, none of this CGI nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> He's on a the, plank. Yeah, the, the, this is true of almost all of the, the Dalek voices. It's the Dalek voice on this Dalek is awful. Mm. It's, it's not... It, it's, it's weirdly... Oh, it's, it's, you know when people that have not really watched Doctor Who do a Dalek impression mm. and they're overemphasizing every word. I am a Dalek, and it's like, oh, oh dear, you've forgotten yes. how to do the voices, aren't you? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we've got the um, rocket launcher thing, you know, yes. Ace with the rocket launcher thing, and um, I've I've written down here. Uh, Gilmore and Rachel are very good, and they are. Oh, excellent. They're, they're, they're really good yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they work. They work well. Gilmore's totally believable mm. as the character, and so are Rachel and Alison. And every time they're on screen, the screen lights up. Yep. Uh, these are the bits I enjoy. Um, the other thing I, I put in my notes here, and I think this sort of sums this story up, is for a, a story that is saying violence is wrong, it doesn't revel in its own violence. It does, doesn't this, it? Yeah. This is. I don't know whether it's just. Am I getting older? Am I getting old? But well, this, I know my this my, my view on this story. Taste, yeah, my view on this story is different to how it was in the eighties. Yeah, totally. isn't it weird? Isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I'm, I, the program's not changed, so it's presumably us. We've changed. It's us. Yeah, for the better, I hope. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, the next thing is uh, the Doctor and John, Harry's standing in yeah, the I, cafe. Again, I absolutely love this scene. This is this is the sort of thing that Sylvester McCoy does. Really, really well. The yeah. Small little moments. Stop overacting, Sylvester. You don't need do, to do yeah, it. You don't do need you? to. You're you're a good actor. You, you. This is brilliant. I love this scene. This is probably my favourite scene in the entire program. Mm. Um, and it it deals with real real temporal issues, um, real life stuff. It, it's it's just superb. This is. You should put this clip in. I should. Yeah. I should. I, I'm going to put it in. I wasn't going to put it in, but I'm making a note yeah. right now. All right. Put clip in. Can I help you? A mug of tea, please. Cold night tonight. Yes, dude. It's bitter. Very bitter. Where's Harry? Visiting his missus. She's in hospital. Of course. Yeti. Sugar? Ah, a decision. Would it make any difference? Would make your tea sweet? Yes, but beyond the confines of my taste buds, would it make any difference? Not really. But... Yeah? What if I could control people's taste buds? What if I decided that no one would take sugar? That'd make a difference to those who sell the sugar and those who cut the cane. My father... He was a cane cutter. Exactly. Now, if no one had used sugar, your father would have been a cane cutter. If this sugar thing had never started, my great-grandfather wouldn't have been kidnapped, chained up and sold in Kingston in the first place. I'd be an African. See? Every great decision creates ripples. Like a huge boulder dropped in a lake. 
The ripples merge, rebound off the banks in unforeseeable ways. The heavier the decision, the larger the waves, the more uncertain the consequences. Life's like that. Best thing is just to get on with it. Yeah, no, 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 it is fantastic. And, you, you know, in these modern times, even more relevant now than it was back then, I think, you know? I think so, yeah. 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 The, world, the world is a, a worse place now, probably, than it was then. Well, I mean, we were, we were worried about nuclear Armageddon, but that seems like a small concern compared to what we've got now. Yes, indeed, indeed. All right, well, the next morning, the Doctor goes to that funeral parlour to collect yes. the casket that... Yeah, he, as the first Doctor, left behind. Um, and, um, yeah, again... Not, not, again, nice little scenes. That's all right. When he's yeah. talking to it, open yeah. and stuff like that, that's all right. But then, again, it's hammered home. Oh, look at this, look at this. The assistant on the phone saying, Oh, yeah. oh, you told me there's a man here to pick yeah. the casket up, but you said it was going to be an old geezer with white hair. And it's like, yeah. oh. Do you get it? We get it. We get it. Nod, nod, wink, wink. This this is from the first episode. Do you get it? Yeah. Yeah. None of this matches anything we saw in No, uh, no. An unearthly child. Right. We're going to find out the hand of Omega is this, you know, fantastically powerful thing, right? Why does the doctor put that baseball bat in there? You know, is this the all-knowing? He's no, he knows what's going to happen. Therefore, he needs to weaponize the baseball bat for so Ace. So Ace has got a chance against Dalek. Yeah, that's how I read it. But again, I hate this. This this happens in a few of Sylvester McCoy's ones where the Doctor knows his own future. Yeah, um, they did this in the books, didn't they? The new yes, adventures yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, this I, I don't like this because otherwise, this makes the Doctor even more hypocritical because he. He can't stand weaponry, even though he uses it all the time. He can't stand killing, even though he kills all the time. He doesn't like violence, even though he's violent all the time. So he he just on a whim decides to weaponize a baseball bat. Yes. <laughs> what would if he didn't know that Ace would need this? Why would what was he doing? Yeah, yeah. Making sure the batteries were still okay in the hand of Omega. <sighs> or the hand of Omega. Omega. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, in the morning, Ace is up. Yeah. She she's staying at Mike's mother's boarding house. Yes. And Mike yeah. is all touchy feely, isn't he? Uh, Mike is incredibly creepy. Yes. You know, she's sixteen. Leave her alone, you pervert. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's he's incredibly creepy. Again, nice little. I'm not entirely sure why they're staying at his mum's house. What? She, I mean, they yeah. make a thing of that she runs a boarding house. Yes. And Ace finds the no-coloured sign. Mm-hmm. Of course, they 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 didn't have the gumption to go what it would have said. More no, that's not the word. Yeah. That's not the word they yeah. would have put. And no. also, it would have included that it would have been no Irish and probably no dogs as well. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, again, it's the, the selective... Ooh, you know, we're against racism. Ooh, aren't we, aren't we you know, so adult? And we're so relevant yeah, now, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's still, sadly, still relevant, but it's, yeah, it's it's. I don't I don't want to call it heavy-handed because I think it's quite a nice little scene, and I'm hoping it got, perhaps, kids talking to their parents and saying, "What does that mean?" Yeah. yeah. They're going. It means they haven't got a colour telly. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't take away from the yeah. fact that Mike is a creep, though, does it? No, Mike. Mike's no. a creep, and is 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 mum's product of her time 
Yes. All right. <laughs> we'll we'll move say. on. And um, Radcliffe now is talking to what he thinks is, uh, or we are supposed to think, is Davros. Once we possess this hand of Omega, what then? We shall be on the brink of great power. And our agreement? You two shall share this power. If you have the stomach for it. What do you mean? There will be casualties. Many deaths. War is hell. And as I say, it's John Leeson. And um, John Leeson yeah. studied uh, um, videos of past Davroses to try and emulate because we're meant to think that's Davros in that chair. Even though, as you say, you go a couple of feet round the side, you'll see it's a little yeah. girl. Yes. And uh, Ratcliffe wants to know what they'll do with the hand of Omega. Well, it also begs the question because the girl wanders about a lot. Yes. So has as, as Ratcliffe never been in the office when she comes and sits down? Or is he in the office and she's not there? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we go to the uh, the uh, graveyard. Yes. And, and luckily, we've got a blind vicar. Yeah, I, I've actually got it in my notes. Isn't it lucky the vicar's blind? Yes. And not too bright, because he goes, Oh, your voice has changed yep. since I last saw you a month ago. You know? Oh, I forgot, as, as we're talking about Radcliffe, in the last scene, he sets out his... his slightly uh slightly cliched uh why he's doing this isn't he and it's he wants power and he thinks britain should have a strong leader and yes. uh, in the uh, yes, war yeah. we fought on the wrong side no 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 to... that's not that scene that's a Is future that scene oh, right. no that's not this oh, scene. I thought, oh in my notes it's in there no oh, no okay. no that's a bit later on that's yeah. a bit later on um, oh no! In this one, he goes. He goes. Uh, thousands of people will die, and he goes. War is hell. Yeah, war is hell. Yeah, yeah. and, and it, we yeah. find out about they've got an agreement. Yes. To which I still say, where did, when did this agreement take place? How do yeah. you, apart from a Dalek in a moustache, yeah. how do you approach this guy <laughs> to make know, your yeah. agreement? Is it written down? Is it on a contract he signed? If we had human yeah. slaves, you know... Because Radcliffe, and this the Dalek war of disguise, Radcliffe's not Synodalic, because when they appear later on, he's like, what the hell is that? Yes. So he's not Synodalic. So the only thing he's got to go on is a little girl in a crash helmet yes. with a television screen. And, and a blobby from, chair. And a blo Yeah, a blobby chair. And from this, he, he trusts that they've got amazing power, and he's going to throw in... A, doesn't make sense. He's an idiot, Ratcliffe. He's an idiot, yeah. He, he really yeah. is. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the little girl with a crash helmet keeps talking about Daleks, and he doesn't turn around and go, what's yeah. a Dalek what's then? A Dalek? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway... Sounds like a Dalek. A Dalek, yes. Um, yeah. Anyway, the casket is buried in that graveyard, yes. and um, at the same time we find out that Mike is actually Radcliffe's man. Yeah, so we we get a lot of these weird scenes. I don't, I can't remember what I made of them at the time because because it's sort of almost trying to double play it. It's to say this is the this is the the Mike is evil. He's working with the bad guys, but that's too obvious. So the way we're showing it implies that ha, we're going to fool you later. And this is the one time they play it straight, and it's it's all a bit weird. It's weird because the, yeah. yeah yeah because they sound that they say that. 
um, you know, Davros is, you know, the battle yeah. computer's enemies have found him, and that's yeah. Clegg, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or Mr. Bronson. Yeah, Mr. And Bronson. It, yeah, Clegg. He, he wants to know where the Renegade Dalek base is. I'd like to know where the Renegade Dalek yeah. base is, you know? I do like um, that. that uh, Mike's going there. He goes, I don't know what you're on about. What base? And it's like, yeah, <laughs> I think we're all saying that. We're all well. saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also, I wrote, wrote my notes. The doctor gets very handsy with the priest. He's all over that priest. He is. Stop <laughs> doing that. It's his, it's his graveyard. <laughs> Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, just after that, that's when, you know, Davros, yep. we're supposed to think it's Davros, asks Ratcliffe if he's ready for war. <laughs> The enemy is about to start moving. You think that group Captain Gilmore suspects us? <laughs> Not the paltry military forces of your world. The real enemy. The Imperial Dalek faction made their shells be blighted. Soon it will be war. Are you ready for war, Mr. Ratcliffe? Yes. This country fought for the wrong cause in the last war. When I spoke out, they had me imprisoned. You will be on the right side in this war. And that's the bit you oh, were talking it, yes. about. Yeah. yeah. He, he says he, um, um, the UK fought for the wrong side in yes, the last that's war. It. Yes, yeah. And he was interred, yeah. Yeah, he was arrested for speaking out, you know. Now, this thing that he's talking to, we know it's a little girl with a crash helmet yeah. on. God knows what Ratcliffe thinks it is, right? Jack, who yeah. knows? Right. The doctor says, and everything says, that's a Dalek battle computer, yes. right? But that Dalek battle computer is showing an awful lot of emotion, for a battle computer, you know, because you're meant to think it's Davros. There is emotion yeah. in what he is saying. The phrase, may their shells be blighted, you may know. May their shells be blighted. Yes. That's not what, what a computer phrase. says, you know. I thought so. Although the doctor does say that the reason they hook it up to a battle computer is so that the the imagination of a small girl is So is that the girl saying this? Oh, I can't imagine dear, an oh, eight-year-old girl saying, may your shells be blighted. Yeah. Perhaps no. the 60s. They were a different time, weren't they? No. Now, if they made it now, she'd be effing and jeffing, eh? <laughs> effing and jeffing. All right. Yeah, next we've got in the, yeah, in the boarding house. That's where we have yes. the no-coloured sign, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it, I don't get this, because I can't remember if it's this scene or the early scene. When Mike gets the note and he says, uh, we're to report to the, the group Captain Gilmore at school. All except Ace. He specifically says Ace is not safe. And then she's, why are they trusting this guy? He might as well mm. twirl his moustache. Yes, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And when she leaves that room, that's when we, that's John Leeson again, the uh, continuity announcer, yes. saying that, um, you know, um, and now another episode from our new show, Doctor, dot, 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 you know. Yeah, which it, and again, and it can't it's be like, Doctor oh. Who. No. Because it's on in the morning. Yes, yeah. And they didn't show programmes on Saturday morning. No. Did you know it, he was actually going to say it, it was going to be called Professor X? Oh, dear. Instead of Doctor Who, Professor X. At what point would you think um, someone would have said to Ben Aronovich, uh, That's, that's stop crap. It. Yeah. Stop it, mate. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's at that point, yeah. Again, it's this 
this air of smugness and this, this and continuity announcer is again this air of <laughs> aren't we jolly clever yeah no, not, yeah, not yeah. really to yeah. be fair no i know um they find that the imperial dalek mothership is up yes. there in space and um more imperials come through the transmat as ace arrives and she gets attacked yeah. and the doctor says he's built a dalek jammer yeah so like so yeah he's built a dalek jammer like he did when he John Pertwee out of the audio cassette. <laughs> are you gonna? Are you gonna say um, Sp- Spiridion in the Spiridion. way Sylvester? The way Spirid- Sylvester was. He, yeah, he he just totally <laughs> mangles it. I yeah. don't, this is what I don't get. It's like all these continuity references, and no one thought to to like I don't know get the tapes out and see how it's actually pronounced. Mm. Um, but yeah, th- to be honest, I I, I really like these scenes in uh, I'll call it a war room, even though it's a classroom. Uh, I think they're really done well, and Sylvester McCoy generally is really good in them. Mm. And I love the, you know, the bits like where he's, uh, Group Captain Gilmore sort of comes in and says, "It might be later on," but he says, uh, uh, "I've arranged all this. My my career's in your hands, Doctor." And the Doctor goes, "Your career is monumentally unimportant." <laughs> Brilliant! I love Put it. I, I can just place. watch this all day. Yeah, get rid of all this action rubbish. Let's yes. just have. Let's just have a board meeting between these guys. I yeah. will watch it. Well, we've got action next because that's when Ace is attacked yes. in the classroom, and and you know Sophie Aldred, this well, again, and this her, jaw, stunt, yeah. stunt her stunt stunt double. double yeah. yeah, this was a jaw dropping because you you've got to remember, uh, apart from the Pertwee time in its sort of years with Havoc, um, Doctor Who doesn't generally do action particularly well. No, and this was monumental. That oh my god, this is an action scene that actually works and is quite well made. Yes. It's, it's really good. I, I mean, can remember it, being <coughs> very impressed by this. Yeah, yeah. This You were talking with your mates about this. It's like, did you see that? Did you see how he's doing that? Um, yeah, it, lucky she's got this weaponized baseball bat. Well, yes. She's dead, isn't she? Yeah. Really? Crap music, though. Yeah. All the way through. Ah, the music's Terrible awful. Terrible music, yeah. <laughs> it sounds it's like awful. a jazz trio gone a bit mad. It gets yeah. worse. Episode four, The I thought they'd popped a Jeff Love album on <laughs> by mistake. There's so many bongos. The cover version, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's episode two over because it ends with her trapped. And um, episode three starts with her saved by that rubbish 80s video effect. You know, his Dalek jammer. Terrible effect. Yeah. Um, and uh, we've got more Swafiga from the blown-up Dalek, and uh, which grabs the Doctor with this big claw. Um... Yeah, right. that's that's not a good effect. I do love the fact, though, that I, I'm presuming it was a last-minute thing and the paint's still wet because it leaves smears <laughs> of paint all over Sylvester's costume. Yes, true, it's true. Horrendous. Yeah. I like the fact that the Imperial uh, Daleks have mutated further. So you've got yes. the Renegades where they're just like blobs and the Imperial Daleks are blobs, but they've got bionic attachments and stuff like that. And and vestigial, how do you say the word vestigial? Vesti- vesti- vestigial, vestigial. Yes, that's what Rachel calls yeah. it. Limbs, you know. I like that. Yeah, it's again, it's it's really nice stuff. It's, anything they're involved with just raises this episode up, doesn't it? Mm. Um, then we get the we get a scene of again. Sylvester McCoy seems to do a lot of. He's magical. He can. He can heal things just by touching. Yeah. Um, so he, he heals Ace's sprained ankle. He does it to a soldier by touching, yeah, his, touching ear. his ear. 
He, he touches his ear and goes, yeah, he'll be all right. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, Ratcliffe goes to the graveyard. And um, in the original script, he was supposed to find the Hand of Omega by... Uh, he had a device in his uh, uh, walking stick that he's got. Oh, right. Okay. But here, he just walks along to it. He shoves a metal yeah. rod into the grave, which for some reason effect. sends a signal off. Yes. Yeah. Uh, a detectable signal because uh, the Imperials detect yeah. it, don't they? What, what was the point of burying all this, though? Going to all this effort if, the, if like, two minutes into the next episode, you're digging it up? Yeah. Padding. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah it's right. padding. Um, up on the Imperial ship, we see the Emperor, Dark. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, okay. we get to meet... Uh, this, this Again, this was another, another nod and... A good nod, I think, gets it back to the TV21 emperor. Absolutely, hundred um, percent. Which I yeah. I love, but I, I, it's sort of it's one of those nods that's lost on the average viewer. Yeah. So what was the point of it? Um, and also, we get a, another reference. So we've got a little girl pretending to be Davros to fool the audience. Yeah. And now we've got Davros pretending to be the Emperor Dalek. That to fool voice the is rubbish. Yeah. Yeah, and it's obviously he's just holding a bar torch against that opening. It's yeah. like it's meant. To, I don't know whether that's meant to be his eyeball going back. To, what's it meant to be inside? Because when it lifts up, there's nothing there. So what does that do? What does it do? Yeah, is it it's literally rubbish. Davros is in there shining his torch out? <laughs> it's dark. I should have put a window. What's no, he, he doing in there? He anyway? can't be shining a torch. He's got no arms. Oh, when that's we see true. Him. Yeah, he's like just Colin a Baker head. Shot his, shot his arm off. Didn't he? Yes. <laughs> and as you say, um, shortly after that, Ratcliffe's men dig up the casket. So why bury it anyway? Yeah. Why did you bother? Yeah. And then we get that again, a nod to you know uh, past history. I wish Bernard was here. Yes. Yeah. So this we get a nice little scene in a cafe. Yeah, weirdly, I like uh, the way they're just having you know cheese on yeah. toast. I like that. <laughs> in yeah, a cafe. that's very, very British thing. Middle of a middle of an apocalypse, go to a cafe. Yeah, um, yeah. So so uh, Mike introduces Ace to his two creepy mates in a weird way, and you think, what the hell is going on? What's he setting this up for? <laughs> Some sort of gangbang. Um, but then we get what again? What a great line uh, when they're just about to leave and. The doctor says something to Gilmore, and he, he says, "Yep, we'll do that." And he goes, "Oh," and he goes, "Only a fool would uh, argue with his doctor." Oh, brilliant, love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then as they're going out, you get Rachel saying, um, or, or Alison saying, "I wish Bernard was here." And, and then Rachel uh, says, Rachel "The British says, rocket group yeah. is busy." You know? Yeah. This this sailed dangerously close to getting the BBC sued, didn't it? Because Nigel. Oh, Neil, really? No. Yeah, Nigel Neal notoriously detested Doctor Who. And was very uh, litigious in mission, so that's why they they sort of. But the British Rocket Group was a, 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 a Nigel Neal made up thing. So, right. Yeah. So they they tried to get round saying quite a mass, but then used something else. So yeah, I think I can't remember whether he had, he had just died or whether he was just on his last legs at the moment. But yeah, there was there was talk of him uh, him. Not being happy with that at all. All right. But what do you think about it? The fact that I, Doctor yeah. Who and Quatermass share the same universe? Uh, I, I, I quite like that idea. Um, I quite like the idea that, you know, down in Winterton Flats uh, at this point, <laughs> you know, Brian Donlevy's running about. But what I mean, does yeah, that I'm... mean about Mars, though? Because if you've got the, the, the 
you know, the locusts of Quatermass yes. on Mars, how does that sit with the ice warriors well, on I mean, Mars? I mean, A, the original classic never said they actually came from Mars, did they? That Just that they were, True. They, you know, they were on Mars. Um, but Mars is a big place. Yeah, I sp- and different, uh, different yeah, eras. Different, different eras, different bits. Okay. Quite right. a few years difference. The uh, I mean, to be fair, Doctor Who's not exactly straight in its continuity with Mars, Atlantis, or anything like that, is it? it true, true. Contradicts itself. All right. I quite, I quite like the idea that that we might have had an episode where the Doctor's just about to be killed by so it looks up and there's quite a mass. That would be good. That yeah, would going, be really good. Yeah, going cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> You're not using me. All right. Um, the Hand of Omega is a remote yep. stellar manipulator. manipulator. Yeah. Which we- I do like Ace going, Stella? Does that mean it, does, it controls stars? Yes. It's yes. used to customise stars. And, uh, yes. And In for some reason... Way. Yeah. For some reason, the Daleks want to use it to improve time travel. Yeah. Well, the Daleks... Again, it's a bit woolly, isn't it? The Daleks... Because Ace says, don't the Daleks have time travel? And the Doctor goes, well, only crude. Seems pretty good to me. But then he says they want the power that the Time Lords have got. Does he mean regeneration? I don't know. What does he mean? I don't know. I don't know. Um, There's that sort of weird... That that at the time sounds clever, but now it's like where he says... uh, Rassilon. yeah. And and the others had trouble... And didn't we have trouble with it? And it's like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, the Doctor wants them to have it, but he wasn't expecting two types of Daleks. And uh, it's yeah. that point where we get the, uh, the the Dalek Supreme, the Black Dalek Supreme arrives. Yes. And uh, wipe. I don't know where he's come from, but he, he turns up and wipes out Ratcliffe's men. Yeah, well, I think he was next door in Shawcraft getting a coat of paint. Uh, okay. He's nice All and right. shiny, isn't he? It's been a long and difficult struggle for myself and my men. Now we can afford to relax and reap the rewards. As I said, people need a firm hand. It's in their nature. They feel more comfortable with a strong leader. Someone who knows when to be lenient and when to be harsh. What have you done to those men? They were on our side. You are a slave, Ratcliffe. You were born to serve the Daleks. I don't like these Daleks. What do we? What do you think of the actual Daleks? They're shitty, aren't they? They're really shoddily made. But both lots. I don't like because they they decided at this point that rather than build them uh, out of wood and fiberglass separately they had two two half jelly molds so it's just straight and it looks incredibly cheap and tacky this Mm is sort of destiny of the dalek levels of of cheap dalekness yeah Yeah. um and they don't what what like you you watch the original i know they were brand new but you watch the dead planet and and the daleks look really good they they you know they, they're in good condition, and these Daleks are brand new, but they already look chipped to buggery. They they're chipped to buggery and they wobble like mad. Oh the, yeah, they they decided to, to to give the Daleks big balls, so they put 
those, those I you think know, they're the, called the, balloon tyres. Yeah. It's like, you know, you used to get them on wheelbarrows. They come out in the yes. 80s and they were those big ball wheelbarrows. And they decided to use them rather than casters so that they could move. And it sort of makes sense so that they could move on uneven ground. On cobblestones. Yeah, and stuff it just like means that. they wobble alarmingly. It's terrible. Yeah. Any sort it, of threat is completely eliminated yeah. by them wobbling around. Yes. Do you know what? They, when they, like, they redo special effects and that. It would be nice if they could somehow use CGI to, to steady the target. Get rid of the wobble, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. the, other, the other thing that I think, for me, is a killer on them is the, the dome sits too high on the neck. So you can see the top of the neck. Mm. You, the, the dome should sit over the top of the neck. Yeah. And I think they did this because they put some sort of weird pivot on there. So the, 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 the domes were just balancing almost almost like a you know, one of those gyroscope things on a point. Right. And that, that so, so the, the, the domes wobble, but they don't quite fit properly. Do you think and that just, was done to make yeah. them taller as well? Possibly, I'd say it might be, yeah, to make them, I mean, but just give them bigger fenders, like in the Dark mm. Invasion of Earth or something. Yeah. Well, all Rack, these little bits subconsciously, though, they all go in, don't the they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Ratcliffe is appalled. And also surprised that the uh, yes. the the Dalek computer is actually the little girl. <laughs> he goes, "What is it?" And it's mm. like, "Well, it, it's a girl in a crash helmet, mate. You should have perhaps asked this before you went got into an agreement with them." Yeah, I mean, what you said earlier. I don't know about George Saul. I don't know if he's sending himself yeah. up or I. Or I think what, it's because he's mugging or yeah. what. Well, he was never a great science fiction fan, was he? In in interviews when he's doing UFO. And like the only things he sort of remembers is is what the costumes felt like, and and that he didn't want to wear roll necks. He, he's I don't think he's one of those actors got no interest in science mm. fiction. Yeah, and because th- his reaction there, the hands up yeah. freeze frame thing, oh, is yeah, yeah. terrible. I, I think as soon as because you think what we're thinking of these Daleks, how bad they look. Imagine when you're there and you're seeing the guys mucking about in them, and well. Very it often in this, I was very surprised that you you hear you can yeah. quite clearly hear the 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 rattles and the clunks yeah. of the Daleks. They haven't yeah. got rid of that out of the sound mix. So yeah, the actors on the set would have heard this all the time. Yeah, there's there's especially a bad one because because if you've ever been in a Dalek, you know that the the, the <laughs> dome is, the dome is controlled by like a, a bit of stick that sticks down, and you're you're waving it in front of your face to move the dome, and you you can hear where like inside they're hitting the bits, yeah, like their 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 fingers or their knuckles are wrapping on something, and it's like, do you want to film that again, perhaps? Yeah, yeah. Blimey. Yeah, Blimey. I just I it might just got to my notes for this section. It says. Oh dear, George Sewell isn't taking this seriously. He's not that hands up pose. Oh dear. And oh, to no, make it even yeah. to make say, it even this, worse, yeah. we've got the time controller. Oh god. I am trying to think back now. I'm trying to in the midst of time to nineteen eighty five or whenever this six, seven, eight, whenever it was. That were it, is it the same as like when we watch um uh, arc in space and you see the bubble wrap bubble wrap yeah it's yeah. exactly is it, that is it the same thing that yep. like back then we would have seen this and gone oh my god what's what that what is that yeah, yeah. exactly now, yeah the, the, you can they give them away with petrol and stuff now it is stupid and then to to make matters worse that girl gives a line reading that is awful doesn't she she's, she's not an actor yeah that girl not yeah, at all I, 
I think she's possibly on par with the twins. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Luckily, there's only one of them. Yeah. Well, we cut away from that, and we've got the Daleks going up and down the road, and the same question again. Where yeah. are everybody? I, I, I know he said we're going to section it off, but there would yeah. be other people around somewhere. You think, yeah, I mean, it does. this story does suffer from the fact that... The, again, what, what's weird to think of is, in Classic Q, you very rarely got characters that were not part of the story because you had to pay these ex- extras to do that you had to pay yeah. so very rarely did you get crowd scenes or anything like that we had a little one earlier but it was only 12 people and you watch new who now and they can afford to have someone come on look at the camera and wander off and they can afford to have 83 people do that and they can, and you couldn't afford it back then but this story does suffer from there's no there's no members of the public about you don't see a massacre you don't see no. anything happen there even if this was on a Sunday morning, say yeah. this was taking place on a Sunday morning, which it wasn't, back at around about the same time they made this, uh, you know, uh, story, I went up to London, the East End of London, all right, yeah. and I went and I visited all the uh, Jack the Ripper murder sites. Yeah. Because that's what you do on a Sunday morning. That's what you do on a Sunday morning in London in the eighties, and, and then yeah. have a breakfast of jelly deals. Yes, exactly. And it was quiet, but there were people around. Oh yeah, you know. The only time this would make sense is if this was meant to be twenty twenty March in the, at the beginning <laughs> of COVID. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. a very good point. They. they They've got to go back and re-release this with that yeah. set. There, yes. was, there was more people wandering about in Day of the Triffids than this. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I, oh, I, I wish re- you'd review that, for, <laughs> effectively speaking. I love that show. All right. Next one for you, okay? Yeah. All okay. right. Um, the Daleks realise the, do- the Doctor's turned off this time controller yes. because he's left behind this terrible question uh, mark calling card. He does that. He does that thing, like, magic trick to get this calling card um now the cynic in me the cynic in me (laughs) says that this this is the equivalent of star trek's idic medal that this was an idea to sell these things because there there was loads of these about being sold off as actual props i imagine they made quite a few of them and the cynic in me says this was only put in so that JNT or someone could flog these. Yeah. Um, because it's awful. It's terrible. I mean, I mean, oh God, it's just, oh, I don't know. I because that on. means that William Hartnell's yeah. calling card was a question mark. Yes. No. Of course it was, yeah. The fact that he's not even called the bloody doctor then. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's something Ian Chesterton calls him. Terrible. Uh, and terrible. he goes, yeah, I go along with that. Yeah. yeah. But, and I love, and it ties in with earlier where he's put an Omega symbol on the gravestone. <laughs> I'm hiding the most powerful device and I don't want people to find it. I'll put with his this. name on the gravestone. Yeah. yeah. No, terrible. Um, excuse what me. has he got calling cards? <laughs> and who Who's made he them? Given them to? Yeah. Who made them for him? Because you know? it's 1963. You can't just go along to Staples, can he? Nope. No, no. I've I've next written uh, shitty chase music. Oh god, I've I've got the music is bloody awful. It is. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, Mike slips up. He he mentions he knows the Daleks have the oh, hand of what Omega. What an idiot. What an idiot. Yeah. And terrible acting from Sophie Aldred. This yeah, whole off. toe rag thing. You toe rag. She can't do you anger. toe rag. No, Are you going to do anger? This is, again, this, this sort of weird um, thing of they think they're being hard, but they're not, they've not got the, the balls to go to full, the full effect, is it? Because you know? they can't. Can not you, yeah, at that no, time. But can you imagine if they'd have had um, Ace saying, you know, fuck off <laughs> to him? <laughs> oh, it, would, it would have been a Bill Grundy moment, wouldn't it? I'd have, that, that episode could have gone down in history. It w- but no, she calls him a toe rag. Toe rag, yeah. The shuttle lands then, the Imperial yeah. shuttle. And that was very impressive for the time. It um, I think it still sort of holds up. I mean, Ber- Ben Aronaronaronarovic, yeah. um, he thought that, that was going to be uh, some sort of like, you know, CSO thing. Yeah. But no, they made it yeah. full size. They lowered it down yeah. into that school. Um, it's not Looks very big, good. though. When you no, look at I, the engines and get the engines out of the way, yeah. you can get what three Daleks in there. Yeah, we, we, yeah, I, I'd put in here that, that it looks awfully small. Um, I understand that they 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 can. I mean, I commend them for making the full size thing and lowering it on a crane. Yes. Um, the fact that that was presumably cheaper than doing it as a model is weird, but. But no, I, I commend them for that. And I say that a lot of this episode looks glorious. Unfortunately, that highlights just how shoddy a lot of the other stuff. True, true. Look, I, d- I don't like we get the a end. terrible, yeah, terrible episode ending. Well, yeah, think I might have miscalculated. Looking at the camera. Looking yeah. at the camera. Oh my god. You know, you there's know, breaking the fourth wall, and then there's just demolishing the house. Isn't there? That's as bad as Tom Baker's. Uh, yeah. Even the sonic screwdriver yep. won't get me out of this yeah. one. Oh, which is which was awful in itself. But at least Tom Baker, you saw. You, it wouldn't surprise you, would it? You'd go, you go, okay. All right. Yeah. They probably, it's probably Tom making it up on the day, but this is obviously scripted. Um, it's really weird, isn't it? That that the Doctor is one of the weaker elements in this story. It is. Yeah. Like you said earlier, I would much rather see Gilmore and Rachel yeah. and Alison. Yeah. Can you imagine this as a Quater Massey? So they're just, they're not Daleks, they're random aliens with the group captain and, and Rachel and Alison acting, you know, ah, oh, it'd been glorious, wouldn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, episode four now, um, and we've got Mike going on about you look after your own and keep yes. the outsiders out. Yeah, the old England for Englanders. England I mean, for the English. Sad, yeah. Sadly, sadly, just as relevant now as it was then. Yeah, it's a nice uh, it, parallel it, with yeah. the Daleks, though, because as it he's is, saying yeah. that, the Daleks have absolute intolerance from yeah. the other faction of Daleks, don't they? Yeah, it, I mean, it's it's nationalism writ large with the Daleks, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's it's like like all forms of any of the isms. It's uh, it's nonsense. But I quite, I mean, this this is one of the more subtle uh, things because it's showing it's showing that Mike isn't an out and out goose stepping Nazi. But these views of of England for the Englanders, not in my backyard. These are all these are all the slippery start of the slope to Nazism. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so I, I commend the episode for that. I think that's a nice subtle handling of it, mm. rather than having him click his bloody heels like Ratcliffe did. Yeah, yes, yeah. Bravo. Yeah. 
Although we do get that, <laughs> we do get that in the cafe scene. So. We do, we do. Yeah. All right. Well, straight after that, we've got oh, the what? We get zi we get Zippy the Dalek. No, before that we get oh, is it a before that? yeah we get a special weapons Dalek. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Now, what true. are your thoughts on the special weapons uh, Dalek? My, I put in, in my notes the special weapons Dalek is silly. Um, I don't. In in the book, they they sort of say that this is the abomination. Abomination. Yeah, yes. The 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 fact that it's got such a big cannon, the radiation from the cannon is causes the Dalek creature to go mad, and so other Daleks shun it. Um, I don't really, I, I, I don't really see the point of it, mm. um, because especially that they all, all they do with it is blow up the gate that you could probably kick down anyway. <laughs> um, I did the look of it's okay. It's a little bit steampunky for me. I don't know why, why suddenly this Dalek's got rust and bolts on it. Well, why it's it, because it's the abomination. Nobody maintains it. Oh, That's do you think no one, no one polishes his balls? No, no one does no. that. No, no. No yeah. wonder he gets angry. Then. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't mind it, but it just... I, I, I can't remember whether this was in the original script or whether... The, I can't... I, I need to rewatch a documentary. Oh, wait for Behind the Scenes. Oh, right. I've got a little bit of, about yeah. that on Behind the Scenes. I don't mind him. I like yeah, it. I, right. I like the, the idea that the, you, you have many different types of Dalek. We just yeah. don't see them. We just see the main ones with the, the odd colour change, you know. Yeah. Um, I quite like him. I made a kit of him, um, you know, the... Uh, was that the reshape one? The re <laughs> the reshape one. Funny you should yeah. mention that. Uh, yeah, it was the reshape one, right? Which is big. It's one six scale, yeah. you know, so heavy. it's quite big. <laughs> and and big resin, resin. Yeah. very heavy in that. And I gave it to um, oh Disraeli. Do you know the artist Disraeli from 2000 AD? He's done oh, an right, awful yes. lot of yeah. stuff. You know, he did the War of the Worlds, Scarlet Traces yeah. um, stuff I and things you, like I that. I thought you meant... Uh, Israeli, Not the, the prime, prime minister. minister. No, Bloody no, hell, no. I didn't realise you were that old. No, no, no. His name's Matt, but he, yeah. he, his artist name is Disraeli, and he's done right. a ton of stuff for you know lots What's of different What's the connection comics. to Doctor Who? He's a massive Doctor Who fan, right? Oh, right. And when they, him and Ian Edgington, they did um, you know War of the Worlds, Scarlet Traces, which is yeah. a sequel to War of the Worlds. There's all sorts of things about Quatermass. You'd love it. There's Nods to oh, Quatermass and Doctor Who. He's a huge Doctor Who fan, and thinking Get back, the show. yes, <laughs> thinking back years ago, I think I did. Oh, it was when it, back when you know we were in Dronorama days oh, right. and stuff yeah. like that. Um, there was a charity auction, and I asked artists to um, provide a bit of artwork to be sold off during the right. charity auction. He did one, and then we met up in Nottingham. And as a thank you to him, I gave him my reshape special weapons Dalek because oh. he's a massive Doctor Who fan, you know. I, so, that wasn't on a trip to Hooters, was it? <laughs> no, <laughs> it was before I went to Hooters oh. that day. Yes. Um, no, my point is, guess what, Tony? You know yeah. what I mean by Tony? I do. Yes. Yeah. Miss, yeah. Yeah. I bought yeah. that uh, reshape yeah. special weapons Dalek back in what? Early two thousands. I, I for about, it would, that sixty quid something like that was. That was about thirty five, forty pounds right, when I bought yeah. it. Yeah, Tony has found some in a Japanese garage, right? right. And he's he's just about <laughs> to re-release them and bring them out. Ninety five pound. That's Tony. 
Yeah, that's no, he makes. I I didn't think reshape stuff was particularly good myself. No, I think I might have seen your. I'm, I'm, someone at one of the drone armors did have the special weapons Dalek reshape one. Might have been yours. It, I think it was mine. Yeah. It's quite a rare kit. It is, yeah, a lot of reshaped stuff is. But, but I like the design. I like it. I like. I like the. I don't like pristine kits. That's why I don't make, you know, enterprises yeah. and stuff like that. Starfleet's it, not for you, is it? No, no. If 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 if, if you bugger up, you know, a decal or yeah. a paint job, bung a bit of gunge on it, you know, and uh, it will cover it up, which is fine for Mo- the special weapons. Darling. Modeling lessons for life. That sounds that sounds like uh, Martin Bauer speaking. <laughs> if it goes wrong, just bang some gunge on it. Well, he's my mentor. Of course, yes, I'm going to yeah, say true. that. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but I no, I don't mind it. I don't mind no, it at I all. I've got, I've got a little um, uh, um, Harlequin one. Oh you know, yes, from their, their yeah. horribly expensive Dalek patrol set. Yeah, I've got that one. I'll take a picture and I'll put it on Facebook. Okay, cool. I've got the Eagle Moss one. I'll do yeah. the same. All oh, right. right. Yeah. I didn't know they did one. That'd yeah, nice. Eagle Moss do one. Yeah, I repainted it because yeah, sometimes with Eagle Moss the paint jobs are a <laughs> Most bit. Times, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, so let's move on. Ratcliffe reckons the newly uh, fixed time controller, because they've managed to fix yeah. it, this plasma ball, can give him the upper hand. Whoever controls that yeah. will, you know. This, yeah. This this could because I, I quite like this that he's he's constantly thinking, he's constantly skimming. But again, I don't think George Sewell plays it particularly well in this scene it could have no. been a really good tense you know it's like you think on your feet you've got to you know you got to, you got to keep wheeling a dealer in you've got to do this but he sort of he hams it up i think yeah i think as soon as he saw the daleks I, i'm pretty certain he's given up yeah and at that point he runs away yeah. doesn't yes. he he runs yeah, away yeah. with a time controller yeah up, up the nearest flight of stairs it's like I mean, was was that a, a, a sly nod that the Daleks couldn't follow him? Or maybe, maybe. You know. But anyway, he's killed by. Um, for some reason, that little girl can fire lightning yeah, out of her fingertips. She's, she's suddenly um, bloody uh, Darth Sidious, isn't she? Or yes. Yes. Yeah. Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah. Palpatine. Yeah. And Mr. Mean- Granger. Yes. Meanwhile, we've got the Doctor prattling about with fiber optic leads. Oh, well, they're not. They're not even fiber optics. They're they're Poundland Christmas lights. They I've are, aren't set, they? I've literally got a set a foot <laughs> away from me that I use for starship modelling. Yeah. yeah. It. I. I'm, I'm not a great fan of these scenes where Sylvester McCoy tinkers with stuff. No, it's not believable it's not, at all, no, is it? No. Yeah. And the fact, and so yeah, so he's playing about with this, and then he. He just he puts one of the lights on top of a, on an old box brownie an old style box camera, brownie yeah. camera, and gets that to become a video camera. Yeah, I mean, there's there's suspending belief, and then there's like hanging it from the ceiling, from yeah, the meat hook, isn't there? Yeah, and it's at that point that's when he talks to the emperor, yeah. Dalek. Which... Ah, there you are. This is the Doctor, President Elect of the High Council of Time Lords. Keeper of the legacy of Rassilon, defender of the laws of time, protector of Gallifrey. I call upon you to surrender the hand of Omega and return to your customary time and place. Ah, Doctor, you have changed again. Your appearance is as inconstant as your intelligence. You have confounded me. For the last time! Dathros. I should have known. 
Humanity, you've discarded the last vestige of your human form. There's still no improvement. Save your insults for the weak-minded doctor. Will you return the hand of Omega or not? Are you threatening me? If so, it is most unwise. Every time our paths have crossed, I have defeated you. <laughs> Davros, the hand of Omega is not to be trifled with. I think I am quite capable of handling the technology. I sincerely doubt that. Does it worry you, Doctor, that with it I will transform Scarrow's son into a source of unimaginable power? And with that power at my disposal, shall sweep away Gallifrey and its impotent golem of Time Lords! The Daleks shall become Lords of Time! We shall become all-powerful! Crush the lesser races! Conquer the galaxy! Unimaginable power! Unlimited rice-pudding! Etc! Etc! You can wipe out the odd civilization, enslave the occasional culture, but you still want to track from the basic fundamental truth of your own impotence! I will teach you the folly of your words, Doctor! I will destroy you and demonstrate the power of the Daleks! I, I do, this is, I think, Sylvester McCoy's finest bit in this episode. I really love his talk with Davros. In fact, I, I love the fact that we see Terry Molloy back. He's superb as Davros. I yeah. love him. Now, do you remember, were you fooled by the Emperor Dalek being Davros? I was Davros? actually, yeah. I was actually, because it makes no sense. But, because I, I saw the Emperor and I thought, oh, it's the Emperor Dalek. And That's then as good. TV21. Yeah, it's good. And as soon as you realise the little girl's not Davros, that's when you start to think, uh, hang on. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So it's, it was okay, it worked, but it makes no sense whatsoever. What's what he do you doing think, under that dome? What do you think of his appearance? Because the Doctor says, I see you've you, you know, lost your last vestige of human form. But it's yeah. clearly just <laughs> clearly Davros... Covered yeah. in a load of wires. Yes, that's not um, a severed head in a bottle. Well, yeah, well, in the last in the last story, we saw him as a severed head, didn't we? As the yes, uh, uh, in in tranquil repose, and um, so they've already. I know that did turn out to not be Davos. That was a dummy, and Davos was a sort of as he was. So they've already gone down that route. So they, yeah, this it doesn't really work. I do like the. It looks like he's gargled with charcoal water or something because his mouth is just black and dripping. I think it's it a looks good like effect. he's overdosed yeah. on licorice. To yes, me. yeah. But I do love, I love the way um, he's, the way he's talking and he's, he's, he's just so conversational. I could again, I think Terry Molloy should do talking books, but in that Davros voice. I want him as a sat nav. Yeah, oh, that would be brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> I think you should turn right. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Super. I, yeah. I again, this is one of the things they get really right. Yes. It's a shame he's not in more of it. Hmm. You imagine if he'd have been in the whole episode. Hmm. Yeah. True. He is literally in the last what ten minutes, isn't he? Yeah. 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 But how did Davros escape from Scaro? Because the last time we saw him. Wasn't he being taken back to Scarrow, or was, yeah, so, or was that the so, story before? No, um, no. The last time we saw him, he was on tranquil repose, and the yeah, the Daleks came. The Imperial Daleks, the the, the white and gold ones. We must discuss them as well. The Imperial yeah. Daleks came and took him away, so he's gone back to stand trial before the Emperor Dalek. So I I thought, is he fooling the other Daleks with that? That's not him just in a case. He's disguised himself. So ah. did the Daleks think they're following the Emperor? Because they call it That's Emperor. the real Emperor. Yeah. The Emperor on the bridge. Yeah. The, so is he... You know, because you, you could imagine he had one of the, some of the Mavellan virus and he jabbed the Dalek, the Emperor. Yeah. I don't know how he scooped his casing out and crawled in there. I don't know. <laughs> but, but I can sort of picture that. But I, yeah, I, I sort of, in my own mind, he's, He's not just he's not fooled, just fooling the audience and that he's fooled the other Daleks. Yeah, but why don't the Daleks on the bridge go? You're not the That's emperor. True, yeah. You're a bloke. I think they've given they've given up at that point. They go, oh, oh. <laughs> you know, he gave us he gave us extra pension, right? So let's follow. Him. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. And he says he wants to convert <laughs> Skaros's uh, son into a source of unimaginable power. Yeah. How do you but do that can, then? I don't know, but you can imagine it as well. So it's not unimaginable. Okay. And he yeah. also wants wants to destroy Gallifrey and rule time. Yeah. How do you rule time? Would you have time to rule time? <laughs> That's a good point. And, uh, yeah, we get Sylvester's uh, speech now about the rice yeah. pudding, don't yeah, we? Yeah, which I, I do like that. I yeah, this, no, he's it, all right. Yeah, it, it's good where he's... He's basically taking the piss out of fascism, you know. So, yeah, and I love it. Was, I can't even remember what he says, but it's like uh, unlimited power, unlimited rice pudding, etc. Etc. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that—that's Sylvester. I, 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 yeah, play it more like that, Sylvester. Yeah. Quiet moments, and that don't do the stuff in between. Yeah, because he's goading Davros yeah. into yeah. using the hand, isn't he? Well, this. <sighs> I, this is again something I have problems with the fundamental uh, character of the Doctor in this is that so basically he's setting up a honey trap any he? he's yes. doing the equivalent of the police putting an unlocked van with the back open with colour television sets in the worst neighbourhoods and arresting the people that come and take them this is this is there's a reason that's not legal in the, in the UK um, it's your that you can't act moral at that point can you he he knows that. If Davos uses this, it will wipe out the entire species. That's genocide he's committing. Yes. Which is an interesting thing on a program that's dealing with with Nazism. Yes. You know, they, one of their aims was genocide. So I, there's, there's, it feels like there's something clever going on here, but it, it tarnishes the Doctor's character almost yes. unredeemingly for me. Yeah. I, I, can't, I can't really sort of follow or, or approve of this character when he's he's quite willing on the whim to wipe out an entire species. Mm. Plus other species. 
what, what about the Thals? I was going to say, the Thals are still on Scaro, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, I think so. I mean, and even if the Thals say they got bored and left and went to open hair salons elsewhere, what about there's other creatures on there? I mean, even the, the creatures in the Lake of Mutations, do they deserve to die because the Daleks are, are, are bastards? I, it, this isn't what the Doctor should be. No, no, no. But that's what happens. They fire yeah. it. It goes into the Scaro time zone. Yeah. And I, as I say, I think that's been deliberately put in to stop, right. you know, okay. messing that up con- yeah. continuity. Because uh, you can claim this happens at any, uh, any time. This could be in the far future. Yeah, beyond it? the very yeah. first encounter, yeah. which is the last encounter. Yes. That destroys Scaro. Um, but then the Omega device comes back, and that's when Davros begs for his life. Yeah, comes um, back very quickly. It's a quick old thing. Yeah, I'll tell you quickly, he gets out of that ship really quick. Yeah. Because they say be... Emperor Dalek has left yeah. the bridge, and then you see him dropping out the bottom of the ship. But if you, if you were Davros, and every time you meet the Doctor you get beaten, wouldn't you make a one-button escape? Uh, I, I think I would. I would. Yes. I would, yeah. <laughs> I do. I think it's hilarious, though, that the Dalek's going, Emperor leaving the bridge, Emperor going into his escape pod, Emperor launching his escape... Who's he telling? Yes. And you why know, aren't they following? Yeah. Why don't they follow, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's silly. Yes, very silly. Um, the hand, apparently, we never see it. It returns to no. Gallifrey. Yeah, well, the Doctor makes a throwaway line, doesn't he? Oh, I, I programmed it to go back to Gallifrey where it belongs. Okay. Yes. Whatever. Yeah. Never, never see that again. We never said this, but there's a line earlier about how the Doctor says something about we got it wrong. Yeah, and the inference yeah. is the Doctor was there with Omega. Yeah. To build he was the meant hand. to be the, the the mysterious third other. Wasn't no, it? I don't. With no, rattle on I, an omega. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Mike's killed by the little girl. Yes, he dies as he uh, lived in an embarrassing way. Yes, and the doctor literally talks the the black Dalek to death. And again, this is oh god, this is um, the, there's a I think it's the discontinuity guide, which is a really good guidebook but it gets the Sylvester McCoy era and you and it it, it it for me it descends into madness where they're sort of saying that the Sylvester McCoy era is the best era of Doctor Who and it, it upholds the the wonderful traditions of pacifism and that the, the terrible first few doctors didn't have and it's bollocks mm. this doctor's more vicious than anyone but I hate this idea of the Captain Kirk style talking someone to death yeah out logic and it Daleks were never this stupid. I mean, except in Death to the Daleks, when that Dalek lost Sarah Jane and decided to commit suicide. That was a bit silly. Um, but yeah, I also the effect is awful. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah, absolutely terrible. Wouldn't, wouldn't have been. I mean, I suppose they're trying to, to big up the Doctor, but a <laughs> he presumably knows this is going to happen. So again, more death on his hands. Wouldn't yeah. it be better for him to be, you know, do do a bit of a bit John Pertwee on here so the Doctor's trying to talk the Dalek down you should believe that Gilmore blows the bloody thing up with a rocket launcher the Doctor then can berate Gilmore he was surrendering you know you could have had lovely tension out of that no Doctor just uses slightly pathetic logic to Kirk the Dalek to death well originally in the script he used (laughs) All the way through this, we've got the hand of Omega, right? Yeah. Oh, he's not going to have, like, the 
glove of Omega or something. Even worse, the finger of Omega. Was it his middle finger? (laughs) (laughs) That would have been even better. And it was Sylvester McCoy that said, uh, no, the Doctor doesn't use weapons. And that's why I've got to talk him to death. Yeah, but... Except the Doctor has used weapons in this very episode, this very story. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, the story ends with Mike being given a a hero's funeral. Yeah, Yeah, I don't get that. I don't get that. The last time Gilmore spoke to Mike, he had to put himself under arrest uh, facing a court-martial. Yep, he then assaulted um, a soldier and escaped. Yep. Uh, He's betrayed the... uh, 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 Best he's betrayed the Official Secrets Act, yep. so that's a little prison sentence for him. Yeah, why are they giving him a hero's... It's not like he he uh, redeemed himself at the end. No, no. That's a not bit daft, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. All right, well, that's the story over. It is, yeah. And Which is... It, I, I found this quite sad because I was looking forward to this, and I... Um, I, I would have... Up, up till now, I would have said this was one of my one of the better later stories and I don't think it is now no I I, I don't I, think it I is. think this is my favourite uh, Sylvester yeah. story but watching it for this show it's like oh I've got this question oh that does, yeah. doesn't make sense on a on a superficial level if you watch it not with your brain turned off but, but not questioning you just treat it as a, an action romp it holds together okay it's yeah. got some really good dialogue got some great actors got some good scenes thoroughly enjoyable action scenes in it but the minute you start thinking about how it fits in with the rest of Doctor Who it all falls apart falls apart yeah yeah yeah. alright okay well we're in Earth wait till we get to Silver then. <laughs> god can't wait uh, yeah so Earth Day we can finally yeah. do another Earth Day yes very specifically this takes place in East London um yep. Well, supposedly November 1963. Doesn't look like November, does it? Well, no. When um, Ace leaves, you know, the boarding room and yeah. it says, you know, another episode of Doctor, that's like half past five. Yeah. But it's light outside the windows. Yeah. it, may, it Again, it's a bit bit of nonsense, isn't it? Yeah. But, but yeah, we'll, we'll go with what they say. So we'll go with that date. All right. Okay. 1963. And if it's 1963, that puts us between the two doctors right now and um, London in the Sontaran stratagem so oh. we haven't really had much in the city oh no hang on I'm hang on I've missed the whole chunk oh what about um well no I've got yeah, it completely yeah, wrong forget that bit um yeah 1963 puts you between the Dalek master plan where <laughs> the first doctor appeared with the Z cars you know oh, yeah, spoof yeah. thing and um, Claws of Axos, <coughs> because right. the Web of Fear is sometime in the 70s. That's true, yeah. We worked out. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. So that's 63, all right? So Ratcliffe, Mr. Ratcliffe, Mr. we have Ratcliffe. to give a design rating for. Uh, <laughs> was, was he designed? I suppose his costume was um I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know why he's got a star on this thing, other than he perhaps he likes stars. There might be no significance to it. Um, I, I don't even know how we do this. He's he's just wearing a trench coat. He's nothing, he's a, is he? Yeah, he's nothing. I three. A three. I gave three. him a one. Yeah. 
Well, right. I mean, I'm, I'm going with does the design work, I suppose, which it, as, a, as a boring businessman. All right. Well, yeah. that, that makes him a two. All okay. right. That's fair. That puts him between the uh, Axon humans yep. and the Jacondans. Bless him. He's, he's You've got to see George party. Sewell yeah. in there. All right. Oh, can you imagine if, if he gave up in this one? Can you imagine if he'd have been in a twin dilemma? George Sewell in the. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he overacted and looked really confused yeah. in this. What would he do in Bless that? Him. Oh, good Lord. All right. Effectiveness, though, of Ratcliffe. Uh, he does the job. He's not. He gives up. That's, that's what annoys me is the actor visibly gives up. Uh, as soon as he meets the Daleks, um, I, I again, I'm going to go with a, a three. That's what I've given him. Yeah, I've given him a three as well. So um, yeah, that's a three, which may <laughs> he's <laughs> um, Mr. Ratcliffe is sat in a caravan with the Jacondans. <laughs> Bless him. All right. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. He's going to ask for his holiday money back, isn't he? He's going to give up. Oh dear. So that gives him an adversary rating of two and a half. All right. He's the only one to have a two and a half. Um, and just above him is Terry Leptal. Right. And just below him is the Nymon and the Jacondans. Oh, God. Oh. That's a bad that's place a, to be. That is a bad place to be. That's, yeah. yeah, that's. You're not at the quality end there, are no, you? No, no. All right. Behind the scenes. Right, yes. I don't know what you know about this, Ian, but I'll blather yeah, on go, about go on. it. I've all right. probably forgotten it all. All right, okay. So uh, the director of this story, Andrew Morgan, um, he wanted to improve on uh, Time and the Rani, which was was his last one, and okay. anyone oh, yeah, would want to uh, yeah. improve on that. Yes, um, and he felt that the script was worth it, so they pumped extra money into it. Okay. Yeah, um, it does. I mean it. It, it does look like they've put money on screen for this one, isn't it? Yes, so, yeah. But even so, they had more money, but they still went over budget. Okay, yeah. by thirteen thousand pounds. Wow! And what, and because uh, of that, what story suffered? Well, because of that, okay. Uh, Andrew Morgan was barred oh. from uh, directing the the show ever again. Bizarre, and good old BBC. Yeah, yeah. Um, Coles Hill or Cole Hill uh, School was St John's School in Hammersmith. All right, and uh, I didn't know this. Um, the uh, foreman, the I foreman junkyard yeah. that you see in it, that's the Kew Bridge Steam Museum, right? At um, at Kew Bridge, that is the very place I walked past last November. When I was going to the Cygnus Alpha Blake 7 event. Oh, right. Yeah. When I walked from Acton Underground yeah. Station to that venue, I walked right past it. And I, I was actually doing an audio recording saying, I'm walking past a museum. That's the same place. Is I it? did not know that that's actually <laughs> the foreman's uh, scrapyard is in there. Well, I would have stopped for a photo op. Yeah. Or yeah. if the gates were real or what? Oh, I think they're long gone by now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the graveyard where the hand is buried is yeah. uh, Willesden Lane Cemetery. Um, and at the time, there were some Doctor Who fans present while they did that um, scene. 
and they had to keep telling them to be quiet because they kept like whooping and hollering, giggling and things. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, the final battle between the Imperial and the Renegades, um, the uh, pyrotechnics were so loud it yes. set off tons <laughs> of car alarms, yeah. and everybody thought the IRA were attacking. Yeah, this was sort of at the height of the uh, IRA bombing campaign, wasn't it? Yep, 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 yep. Not not a good time to be setting off pyrotechnics. Not really, no. Uh, this was the first UK drama to be recorded and broadcast in stereo. All right. I did not know that. Yep. That's interesting. And apart from Top of the Pops, it was the first program to be aired in stereo in the UK. Wow. Okay. Uh, Mike, in the, in the program... He was first offered to Mark McGann, brother of Paul McGann. Oh, right. Yeah, and he turned it down. He would have probably done a better job. <laughs> yes, it would be. It'd be nice to think so. Ben Aronaronarovich, in his yeah. original ideas, he was going to use some other things from um, Dalek uh, history. Um, one of was one of them was going to be the Thals. The Thals right. were going to be in it, and the Ogrons. Okay. But then they how thought, the no. They all that? Well, that's what they thought. They think this is yeah. going to make everything too complicated. Okay, yep. um, the special weapons Dalek that we talked about yeah. um, that was originally meant to be a part of the Renegade Dalek army, right? Not the Imperial. Um, but his <laughs> the special weapons Dalek. Get this, um, his special weapon could shoot round corners. Okay. Right, it wasn't some whacking great big cannon that we've got in the final version. It was like some sort of like 90 degree cannon that could fire round corners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, and the Imperials were meant to have their own sort of like special yeah. weapon Dalek, and that was the uh, hovering uh, weapons platform. But if the Dalek as it is, is the ultimate weapon anyway. Yes. Why do you need to Why do you improve on it? Yes. Yeah. Um, somebody considered for the role of Ratcliffe was Stratford Johns. He would have actually been quite good. He yeah. would have had an odious quality that George Sewell just hasn't got. George Sewell is like, you know, just, you know, you know, he's he's not really there, is he? No, he's not. He's not. He's generally not a villainous. He, he's the angry boss or the. Yeah. You know, yeah. Or the puzzled person in yeah, UFO. Yeah, the puzzled person, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The everyman. Yeah, he's not He's not really a villain type. No. Peter Miles would have been good. Yeah, you know, Yes, good, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Ratcliffe was originally going to be called Gummer. Gummer. The, Gummer. Gunsar. No. <laughs> no, no, Gummer. And apparently there's two reasons why it was changed. One was yeah. it was too similar to Gilmore. Gilmore, Gummer, Gilmore, Gummer, right? Okay. But the other one is it's too close to John Selwyn Gummer, who was in the cabinet ah, at the time. Okay, and yeah. I think that's more likely. That's, that's more likely why, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Renegade Daleks, okay, uh, comprised of one 1960s Dalek yeah. repainted and three made for Revelation of the Daleks. All right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, what you said earlier, their balls, their balloon tyres <laughs> were put on uh, instead of their casters. Yeah, big old balls. There you go, yeah, big old yeah. balls. What do you think of the um, gold and white livery? I don't Imperial? like it. I don't like it. 
Do you? I, 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 I don't mind it. I, it's not my favourite Dalek design. What's um, your favourite before we uh, get my, too my, far into the Daleks? My favourite all-time Dalek design are the Daleks from the two Peter Cushion films. I absolutely love them. TV-wise, uh, I love the um, Ironside Dalek from the, the New Who, you mm-hmm. know, the uh, the British camouflage, yep, yep. British olive drab one. But my favourite TV Daleks are Dead Planet. I think it, they, they, they're designed for that, that show. They work brilliantly. What, the silver and blue balls? Yeah, silver one. and blue, uh, the, just the, the, the horizontal slats. They haven't got the, you know, they haven't got the vertical slats yep. on uh, no dish on the back. Just yeah, they, they work really well and they look superb. Yeah. But but if I had to, if so, if someone said, if someone come along and said, here's some money to buy a full size Dalek to put in your garden, it would be a cushion Dalek. Yeah. Not yeah. a cushion Dalek, <laughs> which I have got. But it's not the same. Dalek. It's not the same. No. no, I think I think there's something about them. Yeah. 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 yeah there's something nice. Is, what is that your favourite or? Yeah, I like, I, I like I never, the movie yeah. ones. They're, they're yeah. impressive. They're taller, aren't they? Yes, and you yeah. know, they've and got they, they, their ear like lights are massive polished. as well, and everything. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. do you think of the um, like for for a whole long time? We got the boring silver grey. No, Genesis I don't. Daleks. No, 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 I I like these ones. I like the Renegades. You know, the dark dark grey with black. I mean, that's yeah. very you know warlike, isn't it? Yeah. You know, but I like some of the other ones. I like the ones where you have variations, like the ve- the zebra slatted ones. I like the ones yeah. where you've got like the dome is a different colour to the rest of the body. I like all of this. You know. Yeah. Yeah. There's no reason they should be uniform colours. Well, when you've got a whole, you know, galaxy full of Daleks, yeah. there's no reason why you can't have different types. And a Dalek Supreme can't be black with white balls or white with black balls or whatever, yeah. you know? And, and presumably, the Daleks would would reuse parts. So if, if a Dalek gets killed, you presumably would, you wouldn't just throw that case in the way, would you? You'd reuse You'd it or reuse, reuse it. bits yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think so. But we'll talk about that as we uh, um, come across more Daleks. Yeah. Oh, the final thing I've got is the black Dalek Supreme. You know, the black with the white balls. Um, That wasn't an actual, you know, filming prop. That was built by BBC Enterprises uh, to promote the show around the time of Revelation of the Daleks. Oh, right. Yeah. And they resprayed it and repainted it in these colours for this uh, story. Um, and I quite like that. I quite like the, quite the like black, black with white dark, balls. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. Well, that's us pretty much done for tonight then. Quite a long one, huh? Uh, well, over two hours. Yeah. Uh, especially with all the audio going in. Yeah. <laughs> so it's down to you now, Ian. You've got to announce what we're doing next time. Yeah. So I presume we're not doing uh, Paul McGann. We're not doing Paul McGann. <laughs> yeah. Paul McGann is the master, and we're waiting for that, aren't we? We'll wait for that. So I, I thought we might travel back to, uh, to Victorian Cardiff, with Mr. Charles Dickens, and visit the Gelf. The Gelf. So this is, uh, this is um, Ghosts. What the hell was it called? The Unquiet Dead. Yes. Ghosts London. Um, So yeah, so uh, Ninth Doctor with uh, not Simon Cowell, the other. Simon Callow. Same, yeah, Simon, yeah. Chance yeah, in a million. That's him, yeah. We don't want Simon Cowell in No, this. no God no. no. Yeah. Um, yeah, which this would be interesting because I, 
I did try with doing Dalek, but I thought too, we don't want to talk to Daleks two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. But I thought, I've not seen this one. I remember it being good. I've not seen it at all. I've not rewatched it. Nor have so, I. Yeah, this will be an interesting one to see whether it holds up. Okay. Yeah, Do you remember it from the first time? Only that Simon's in it. That's all yeah. I remember. And it's Charles Dickens. It's Charles Dickens, so you can't go wrong. Can no, no. Well, well, we'll or can we? Yeah. <laughs> can we? Yeah. We'll find out in seven days. All right. Brilliant. Okay. All right, Ian. Nice one. That was good fun. So yeah, uh, I enjoyed. I enjoyed that one. And I don't think people think we hate this. No, I think that come across. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very watchable. It's still my yeah. uh, favourite Sylvester yeah. story. Although looking at it now, we're a bit older. We're looking at it for a podcast. There are more questions in this one than. I can remember yes, thinking of before. Perhaps yeah. we were more accepting. Although you say it's the best one, but we haven't revisited Time and the Rani again yet. So. Well, that's still to come. And Time yeah. Lash, of course. And Time Lash, yes. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of any, to be honest, any time, anything with time in the title for Doctor Who doesn't work well, does it? Time, time Flight. No, Time Warrior, though. Time Warrior, that's true. But Time Monster. Time mm. Monster. <laughs> These are all to come in the future, yes, aren't they? Yes, they all are, yeah, yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you, listener. Thank you, Ian. And see you next time. Thanks, Ian. Bye. Bye.